Yo! Wow! There you are! What an intro! What up? I haven't seen you in... Whoa! Look at that! We can touch each other. How long has it been since the studio we've been in this? I don't know the last episode. If someone can guess the right episode, put it in the, the chat comments. I'm curious how many people would know what the last episode was. I it don't was know. well before pre-COVID because you lived in California for a while. Yeah. And we did episode one here. We did. Which we just had our three-year anniversary the other day. Yeah. Thank you, everybody, for the birthday wishes. Episode one, episode 104, with a very special guest. Super special guest. This is one, too, because we tried doing our guest, Jimmy Shooter during the pandemic and everything, and it never worked out. But I think it's for the better, because now we get to have him in person. He's going to drive up from Philly Mm -hmm. to the slums of Shaolin, and now we're going to be here having a nice little chat together. It's beautiful, because I asked him, uh, we asked him to be on like a couple months ago. Yeah, exactly. And he was like, I'd prefer to do it in person. So (laughs) I... No. So we're like, okay, cool. So probably it'll happen never because we didn't know <laughs> yeah. what was going to happen at that point. But, mm-hmm. you know, turns out a couple months later, here we go. We have them live and it's perfect. Very stoked for it. Me too. And I like, just like being back here. This is like where we all started. This is cool. It's perfect. Hell I yeah. love it. Thank you, everybody, for watching, tuning in. If you're uh, watching live, tell your friends. Let them know to come in. Come join us. We're going to be here for the next couple hours. That's right. We're just hanging out. That's it. Yeah. Well, I'm going to do it. Here we go. Here we go. It's the spiel. Please, if you don't already, if this is your first episode, maybe it's your 104th episode. But if you're joining us now for the first time, please follow us on all of our social media platforms. We have a Facebook. You can go like. But our YouTube page, give us a subscribe. Hit the subscribe button. Hit the notification bell. So when we have a live episode, you can get an alert on your phone. We have an iTunes. Um, you can give us a five-star rating if you like what you hear give us a review all these things help with the you know the algorithms everything you do a comment on youtube all those things really help us and um also go to our instagram give us a follow we also have a patreon with our patreon we try to do exclusive content we have inside outs we have three pieces we do um sections with our guests we watch their old sections and we do commentaries on it and we're trying to add more stuff all the time so if you want to become a patreon member it's as low as is it two dollars three dollars it's three dollars okay three dollars a month and when you become a patreon member we do a monthly giveaway every month and a a drawing and if you win that you get something from our store a shirt a mug one of those things so please become a member of our patreon community if you like what you're hearing and that is the spiel i had to show off the shirt and the mug for everybody who knows and feel free to check out our online store jumpstreet.com jumpstreetpodcast.com slash store where we have a bunch of shirts hats and mugs and it's a good way to support us and rock some Jump Street gear. But uh, we have Selwyn Briggs in the house, too. Shout oh. out Selwyn. Selwyn get, get, Briggs. Getting more Philly heads in the house. That's it. <laughs> um, we have a WTF of the week, too, which we will get to right now. And a WTF this week comes to us from Levy Van Rijn, which has a clip from the current uh, Plastic Pushers video. Uh, what do you call that? I would say that is a um, 270 dark side, front side, on underbar. an underbar. Yeah, that's a long rail. name. Yeah, 270 dark side, front side, mm-hmm. right? I think. Underbar. On an, on, underbar. Uh, <laughs> on an underbar. On, okay, that, that's what you were trying yeah, to that's say. That's a lot of stuff. On an underbar. <laughs> on an underbar. That's there it, it is. But that's, that's an MBD, right? It's, I've never seen that happen before. Damn, shout out. And everyone check out Plastic Pushers too. Ridiculous video. Insane. That such a good movie. Shout out to everyone uh in Holland and everyone who's a part of that. And shout out Levy Van Ryan. I hope I'm saying your name right, Levy. Levy Van Ryan. I hope so. 
<laughs> well, um, I'll take the hit for that because, you know, I'm the one who butchers everyone's name. So I'll take the hit for that. Uh, we also want to shout out our sponsor for this episode, uh, Blank by Rollerblade, who's going to have a lot of cool products coming out later on this year. Everybody check out uh, Blank on Instagram at Blank Rolling Products. And uh, we're going to play a little clip for you from the guys at Blank. Oh, yeah. Thank you so much, Blank by Rollerblade, for sponsoring this show. Everyone give them a follow on Instagram, at Blank Rolling Products, and there's a link in the description of this video if you're watching on YouTube. Um, one more thing I want to say before we move on to our guest. Um, you were mentioning our Patreon. After the show with Jimmy, we're going to do a section commentary with him on a few of his past sections. And I finally filmed my inside out doing a, a true top soul, which I will post tomorrow as well. So everybody on Patreon can check that out. And if you're curious and want to check it out and support us there, there's a link in the video description of this also to go be a part of our Patreon community. So with that being said, should we bring it on? We should. We should bring it on. Everybody, please welcome a very special guest. Drove up all the way from Philly, Jimmy Shooter. Oh, I like the cheering. You got the cheering <laughs> gun, dude. All right. Well, thanks for having me, guys. I'm excited to be here. Uh, I've been watching since episode number one. So really, yeah, absolutely. Uh, always joining in on the chat, as I think uh, you guys know. I'm a Patreon supporter. Damn, uh, shoot is the Patreon. Damn. Supporter. <laughs> so, wow. Uh, long time listener, first time guest. First time guest, long time listener. <laughs> awesome. Uh, happy to be here. Um, kind of want to shut down the podcast for a second okay. if, off the if, bat if you guys uh don't mind um so like 15 months ago you know we went into lockdown uh it was a scary time people didn't know what was going on um and i just want to thank you guys i want to thank dave Payne. um you guys provided uh community and a sense of safety to a group of skaters and it was awesome uh it was like the old AOL chat days where, you know, us and Kevin Dowling and we're all kind of just getting together in a chat room or watching videos with you guys. We're, we're listening to amazing guests. And I just want to uh, thank you guys for that. That, that, that was awesome. Wow. Thank Thanks you so, so much. much. I was not expecting to start the show. Off no, like that. I can't. Yeah. This is why we love Jimmy so much. Yes. This is why I'm one of the many reasons. And. I do have we, an extra shout out to Dave Payne because he's yeah. still been doing, uh, you know, what, quarantining the quick. He's the still doing yeah. it. I think it's he did an episode. It was like quarantine 50 something. Yeah, I don't really remember good. the number, but yeah, still doing it. Still yeah. going strong. And we're going to collab on one in the next couple of weeks of Video Groove One like we were doing during the pandemic. And um, yeah, I'm, we're very grateful for anybody who joined in when we were doing that also during the pandemic, even still now. Yeah. But during the pandemic, we were just talking about this recently with somebody. 
um, the movie nights that we were doing and you were like heavy in those two because everybody was home and we just had like a place. It was like a community where everyone just got together like the AOL chat room days for anyone who's old enough to remember yeah. that. And it was just like really fun way for everyone to connect in a time when you couldn't connect with anybody in person. Yeah, it was it was the perfect storm. Uh, you know, maybe that's part of the reason why, you know, we've seen a resurgence in rollerblading. But, you know, for the first time in a long time, everybody got to kind of take a pause and and get together in, in you know, these forums. And, uh, you know, it was just really cool to be a part of, uh, you know, that some of those quarantining the crates we we had so a couple good. hundred people there yeah uh yeah I know, just like sick. jamming out with dave and yeah. everyone's just like you know making random comments on the side and and going through like memory lane with like all the music dave plays like he would coordinate a lot of the music with some of the videos we'd have on movie night from like the old vg so mm-hmm. he'd be playing like a lot of that era music which is so nostalgic to so to so many of us and like us being in the chat room like situation is also like that nostalgia so it's just like a time machine when Mm -hmm. having that experience but i think also like during the time like since we're acknowledging all this and can't take all the credit i think like you know people like biz like did a lot Mm -hmm. like with his weekly show Mm -hmm. um this week in blade and Mm -hmm. that just going on just like having something to look forward to every week when like you're locked in the the place and getting news and getting like you know creating that community sense Mm -hmm. so you know big shout out uh biz Wax Toaster. Jason Andriata was doing that know. too with his mm-hmm. um, podcast also. Mm-hmm. All the guys. Check All the guys. It. We're not the only podcast in town, everybody. Check no, out everyone else's podcast too. Mm-hmm. Everyone's, right. everyone's doing amazing work over there. Mm-hmm. The Trouble in Mind uh, podcast <laughs> aired for the first time. That's right. <laughs> and, Uh-oh. Uh, shout Jeff Frederick. Yeah, that's right. We need to get that back going again because that was entertaining to say I thoroughly least. enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, me too. All two episodes. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> But like I said, it was just, you know, it, it wasn't a fun time for a lot of people. And it just goes to show like every time, uh, you know, something bad happens to someone in the rollerblading community, you see everybody, you know, come together. And uh, that 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 period of time, I think, really exemplified, uh, you know, what the rollerblading family is. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I think. Uh, yeah. Skating community is one of the best communities in the world, I think. Our community, just uh, such a inclusive, like, especially, like, you know, all the way back to the thing with Rob G, like, how everyone came together. Yeah. And all, all the times when it really matters, just people come together to to come, you know, help everyone or help people in the community when they need it. So, mm-hmm. love this community. And uh, let's get into you, because you're our special guest. <laughs> and thank you for all the compliments. And yeah, thank you so much. It's, it's, very, it's very nice, but... We have some live viewers, and I think we want to get into, like, the Jimmy Shooter story. So, sure. man, I, I remember my first time going to Philly, I was 16. <clears throat> Young guy. Young 20, Bill. 21 years ago at this point. Mm. So, so, so that would have been showing my age. So, 2000, you're talking? So this is 99. Okay. We were fil- filming. Uh, I got some tricks and apprehensions around this time. Yeah. You know, so this is back in the day. And... Um, so during this time, like, you guys were, like, the guys in Philly. It was, like, you, Jeff Fredericks, Brian Lux, um, you know, Jason Diaz, George Kramer. All these guys were sure. around. Chris, you know, Chris Majette, Adam Kilgore. Um, so, one, how did you get into skating and this whole thing? And was there anyone before you in that generation? Because as far as we knew, yeah. you, you were, like, the first guys from the area, like, repping Philly and all that. Yeah, so... Uh, 
starting in 99, 2000, you're already kind of pretty deep into the, the history of, of rollerblading in Philadelphia. So uh, probably around, uh, I was probably in seventh grade, eighth grade. Um, I, I lived in uh, South Jersey at the time. Uh, it, it's probably, you know, 15 minute ride from Philadelphia. Um, and at the time, uh, I had rollerblades. They were probably uh, the Veriflex rollerblades. That they were like uh, bright yellow tongues, bright yellow wheels. Mm-hmm. Um, we we largely played street hockey, so we, we were you know playing street hockey on rollerblades. Um, but I loved it. I loved skating. So I was always the one who, like, you know, we were we were playing street hockey on the streets or at playgrounds. And if I was at a playground, I had skates on, on my feet. Um, it, you know, if there was a basketball game that kicked off, I was playing basketball with skates on my feet. So, you know, I just, it, once I put them on, I never wanted to take them off. Um, shortly after that time, in probably 93, um, one of my friends... BJ, who I went to high school with, showed me the hoax one. Um, so that was my first, you know, the int- hoax. The hoax. Yeah. yeah. Um, it wasn't even called the hoax one. It was right. the hoax. It was Back just, then, it was the hoax. Mm-hmm. It, it was yeah. the hoax. Yeah. Uh, I can picture the VHS cover, clear as day. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the video features Arlo with a halo haircut, mm-hmm. with devil horns haircut. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Brooke Howard Smith, you know, falling uncontrollably on everything <laughs> he tried. Um, but when I saw that, I was just completely, you know, blown away. And, you know, I guess I probably have, uh, you know, I had a BMX bike at a time. I I had a skateboard though. I I was never one who could skateboard by any means whatsoever. Um, but so I guess I was always somewhat attracted to kind of alternative sports because I always just remember like having those, those Mm -hmm. things around, but when I saw the hoax, that that was it for me. I I knew like you know I that was something I wanted to do. That was something I wanted to be involved in, hmm. and probably from that point on, I was skating almost every day. Have you know having skates that weren't meant for you know tricks aggressive or inline yeah, skating yeah. or anything like that. But so you know you were just finding things to do, jumping off of you know three stairs, you know whatever. Hmm. Um, and then I remember my, my parents got me a a new pair of skates and they were like some, some oxygens, but not the Argon, like (laughs) aggressive skates. They were just like a pair of like rec oxygen skates. And I I remember breaking them within like days of days of having them and then convinced them, uh, to help me get some rollerblade TRS lightnings. And then we had a skate shop. Uh, well, it was a ski shop uh, by us called Dan's Eisen and Quigley, who was like mostly skis. Snowboarding was starting to come around at, at, the, at the time, was starting to get popular. So it had snowboards there and it had um, it had different kinds of rollerblades. Whether like, you know, there might have been I don't even know if the Chris Edward, like the Tarmac CE was available yet at this time, but the, but they started to get like parts in uh, to be able to kind of build your own aggressive skate. So um, after seeing uh, the hoax, uh, I, I probably saw the hoax uh, not when it first came out because I remember shortly thereafter um, the hoax two came out and there was uh, 
one of their stops was Dan's Eyes and in Quigley. So um, we went to see uh, the Hoax 2 tour uh, at this, you know, this place, Dan's Eyes and in Quigley. Every once in a while, we would go skate there because they would have like a quarter pipe set up and, and maybe like some launch ramps and stuff. Um, but no way that the Hoax 2 tour is going through Philly. Mm-hmm. And you heard about well, it? Well, so th- this was in Cherry Hill, New Jersey at some ski shop so like okay. you know i had oh, that wasn't even really philly then no it wasn't it just wasn't outside really, it, it, yeah it was it, it's probably 30 minutes outside of philly um but so you can actually see me in the hoax too so <laughs> no really <laughs> the, the kids the kids who are outside of the rv chanting b for b harden mm-hmm. when when he comes out and he does the cones backwards like uh, <laughs> me and my friend brad are, are, are uh you know two of the kids out there chanting b <laughs> and and this was the place where like arlo did like the 540 over the car and whatnot um but so you know between seeing hoax one and or, or the hoax and and hoax two um we were you know fully hooked at the time probably uh, i'm probably screwing up the timeline here too because before we went, uh, before we did the hoax two thing, I had already started skating Philly. Um, my friend BJ, who got me into skating, we started heading heading over to Philly. Uh, we would take the Paco high speed line for like two bucks to to get into Philly uh, and just skate there all day long. We eventually we were just skating like City Hall mostly because right. that, that's yeah. that, that was the last stop yeah. on the Paco speed line. So we would skate City Hall, we would, which is a dope spot Spot. that's such a good spot especially as a young gun classic that's everything there yeah yeah, that's like the banks to us Mm -hmm. yeah yeah classic spot tons of stuff to skate uh eventually became a bust and then you know they ruined it like they ruined love park and Mm. it's basically unskatable at this point but um Mm. but so we would skate there mostly we would maybe venture our way down the pens landing uh and then someone told us about skating the university of pennsylvania um so when when you know i'm probably 13 years old and and we would start going to the university of pennsylvania um that's when i met jeff frederick and crew uh some guys we would always hang out with like you know danny dinato and uh john rowan probably some guys that were like in some of majette's early early videos um but so once meeting them there like we started getting an established crew. We, we, you know, just like, you know, I've heard the stories about New York. It's like nobody ever called each other or had a plan. It's just like, meet up. you just met, that's where you went. And, you know, next thing you know, there would be 40, 40, 50 people there. Yeah. Um, and you would just have these huge meetups and we would skate from the university of Pennsylvania to city hall to Penn's landing and, and, and back, which, like you would never do yeah, of course at, not at, nowadays at i mean yeah like you would just jump in a car and go from spot to spot but right. like, you know we're we're skating hard and then we're skating you know 40 blocks in between places to go from spot to spot but um that's what that's what we did from the age of 13 to to probably you know 17 to where we graduated high school um where the, that that was our lives I, I i know when i was a freshman in high school which would have been probably 94 95 i was still playing baseball at the time um and 
that I guess they were like short on players. So as a freshman, me and one other kid got put on the varsity team. We were the only only two freshmen that were going to be on the varsity team. And I remember having to tell the coach that I wasn't going to play baseball anymore. That I, I I basically quit baseball to skate full time. Uh, and sorry, what was, his, what was his reaction? I'm so curious. Sorry, coach. I, I mean, <laughs> it's it's hard to remember at this point, but just thinking back on it, to to. Son, are you serious? You know, yeah, exactly. are you you're, talking you're about rollerblading? You're, you're telling a varsity baseball coach right. who has been a varsity baseball coach for his entire life. He's that, putting two freshmen on. Right. Right. Yeah, he's going out on a limb for you, um, and you're just telling him, <laughs> "Sorry, find somebody else. Mm. Uh, I'm going to go rollerblading." Roller right. yeah. <laughs> you know, it doesn't it doesn't compute. I'm going to pursue but, my rollerblading dreams. Um, Sorry, coach. But you know, if only he knew. If only he knew. But that's how into it we were where that's that's all we wanted to do i i I was never someone who uh uh, drank in high school um where you know all all of my friends largely were were drinking we were out skating uh you know we were i I don't know how my parents let me do that at 13 14 15 16 years old to just like be like okay i'm going to philly for the weekend and Mm -hmm. like we would just stay at each other's houses and anything but um you know, I guess they trusted me enough to where, you know, we we were doing something we were passionate about, uh, it, and they probably didn't under, understand it at the time. Um, but, you know, that 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 was our lives up until, you know, college. And then... Well, now the shoe's on the other foot now. You have uh, kids of your own that do skate, and, like, would you have the same trust in them going to the city to do whatever it is? There's no way in hell <laughs> I, I would let, uh, in particular, my daughter, Francesca. Who, well, your daughter, who, I can see, yeah. Who's 10 years old. I mean, I have to imagine it's a long time from now to where I'm like, okay, I'll see you at the end of the weekend. And, like, you're going to be going to Philly. It's, I mean, I, I guess times are a lot different now, too. Yeah, that's true. Um, but no, uh, I think it's going to take a, a, a long time for me to be able to uh, to <coughs> let go there. Hmm. Um, my son James, who who's seven, uh, I think already has a lot of street smarts mm-hmm. to him, and I, I think he'll uh, maybe I'll trust him <laughs> with it sooner. But I don't know. It, it, that's it's too early to tell. Yeah, it's tough. Yo, shout out to the the James Shooter edit that dropped. Was it today or yesterday? Today. Today. Yeah, your your kid dropped a, a seven year old Shooter dropped an edit. So everyone check that out too. I'm sure you posted all over your Instagram and yep, everything. Yep, it's on it's on my Instagram. Uh, that that's his second edit this year. So the the, the kid's been pumping out uh, clips. Um, one skateboards, one one blades. Got the mini in the backyard. Right, and the mini downstairs. We just built a micro in the basement. I saw that. <laughs> How insane is that? Yeah. Um, I know we're jumping all over the place, but like, you got to talk about the life of being a mini ramp owner, and like, because I know you put like, you didn't just build a mini ramp; you put like a lot of work into it. You had it built a certain way, and I know you went through some struggles with that too. Yeah. So, um, so let's start off by saying my my <laughs> wonderful wife Jamie does not skate and has no skin in this game whatsoever (laughs) Mm -hmm. she's very supportive of us but that you know this is you know she's not the one who who dreams of having a a mini ramp in her (laughs) right backyard so so it 
it took some convincing to uh not that she didn't want a mini ramp uh in the backyard but it but it's but it's expensive it's it's very mm-hmm. expensive to build um so it took a while to convince her that that's money well spent um, <laughs> and, and and really at the time uh both my kids Francesca and James that they they weren't that into skating at that time um you know they we would hit a skate park here and there Francesca was just kind of like had a skateboard would ride it around uh James I think could barely rollerblade at the time he could barely stand up on skates so uh, largely this is at the time this is this is for me a a selfish endeavor um but I always I, I always like to have the house that people want to go to uh and that that is one a a selfish reason that i i want to be around my friends but i also want that for my kids as well i want i want my kids friends to want to be at my house because then i have you know my kids there with me i know what 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 they're doing all the time Mm -hmm. um and uh when you have a pool and a mini ramp in your backyard then that's that's you, pretty cool you're it's a good setup your yeah. your friends are gonna want to and the jump street cornhole you like the cool dad you still have the jump street cornhole boards we have them, yeah oh, oh yeah he has boards? the ones from woodward <laughs> what, that's like a dream yeah <laughs> real quick i just realized i have to uh i have to shut down the podcast for a second uh-huh. okay go for it um today we had a very special guest buy us pizza Oh, oh yes, right. Yeah. So we have to shout out um, the meme page, COVID Blader. Shout out COVID Blader. Thanks for the vodka pie. <clears throat> Bought us a vodka pie today. Check it out on our Instagram if you don't know what a yep. vodka pie is. <laughs> really good. It, it so, was delightful. So thank <laughs> you, COVID Blader. Shout out COVID Blader meme page. Hell yeah, definitely check it out. Cannot forget that. Give him a follow. Yes. Yeah, good call because we could have ended up with a meme against us. Yeah. Which is <laughs> a, a nightmare Not for me. <laughs> when, like when someone buys you pizza and you don't say nothing about it. Yeah, I don't want to get rinsed. Yeah. Um, but continue about the, the mini ramp. and. Uh, so... Um, so we start like I started talking with uh, Mike Falcone um, and Clark Kirkman, who are both you know very well versed in mini ramps and 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 building mini ramps and skate parks and you know Mike Falcone built the or I'm sorry helped build like the Woodward Riviera Maya. So th- this guy knows what he's doing when yeah. it comes to mini ramps. I largely never skated mini ramps or transition mm-hmm. or anything of the sort we we never had that stuff in in philly we never really had skate parks that that we would go to we had cheap skates which was you know 45 minutes outside of the city which we would go to there's other parks that we would go to borderline boards and blades uh, and people would skate the mini i was never one who was attracted to yeah th- th- and, this actually makes me want to get into like when you're done with this, I I have a question because there I know there was a separation of like the skate park skating street and the and street park. skating yep. like and Philly guys took it pretty serious, mm-hmm. but we'll get into that in a second. But sure. go on. <laughs> um, so uh, you know when we would go to a skate park, I would find whatever I could skate on the street course and skate that the whole time. Uh, Frederick or, or or you know anybody else that, that they at least became somewhat familiarized with m- mini ramp skating. When I built a mini ramp, I largely did not know how to skate a, a, a mini ramp. Uh, 
but so so eventually jamie kind of agreed to it you know i got loose numbers of what it was going to cost uh (laughs) loose numbers (laughs) estimates yeah um but so somebody at one point convinced me like it'll be a good idea if you kind of level the surface and put six inches of rock down uh before you start putting wood on it because it's just going to last longer it's going to dry out faster it's just going to increase the life of it so i have a landscaper that that we've worked with in the past so i I reached out to him to to get an estimate on what the cost of this was going to be so he came back and it was two thousand dollars which to me was reasonable to you know if if you're going to get however many extra years out of it i think a two thousand dollar cost up front is is probably worth worth doing so we went on vacation uh down uh in stone harbor new jersey at the time and while the landscaper was working on he essentially was supposed to dig out dirt from one corner, put it in the other corner, level things out, and throw some rock down on top of it. Super easy. We got home from being on vacation, and I remember it was raining quite a bit at the time. Um, We had two tractor size uh, tracks going across our entire front yard, which our front yard is pretty, pretty long. There was two... 12 inch deep ruts of mud going through our entire front yard then across our entire backyard to where the half pipe uh, area was meant to be um i guess when they started digging they ran into some concrete and rebar and just you know there was no just moving dirt from point a to point b anymore now they had to haul all this stuff away um we ended up needing to get a retaining wall put in uh along with you know just getting all the stuff hauled out of there it it took a very long time our yard and lawn looked awful (laughs) jamie was you know not happy about it whatsoever and the two thousand dollar quote turned into like a ninety five hundred dollar bill so 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 this is ninety five hundred dollars without the ramp even there prior to one piece of wood (laughs) purchased um so that was a tough pill for Jamie to swallow. And, and I, I felt terrible about it, too, because like I said, I understand the fact that Jamie is doing this for me mm-hmm. uh, and, you know, in part the kids and, and in part, you know, you know, friends of mine. Uh, but that's still a tough pill for her to swallow. Yeah. Uh, she she eventually got over it, did it gracefully. <laughs> Um, that's and, a trooper right there. Yeah, and then it Straight was out. then it was time to start buying the the ramp. wood. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it, you know, it turned into an expensive project. Um, I would do it all over again uh, after seeing the. It, you know, we, you know, people people say to me like, "Oh, you must be on that thing every day." Uh, our schedules between my kids do different sports, and you know, I work, my wife works. Um, we're not on it every day, but we do use it. Um, and to see the level of progression, both Francesca on a skateboard and, and James on, on rollerblades, uh, you know, I would do it a, a hundred times over. Right. I, I think well worth it. Um, That's cool, man. 
Yeah. Yeah. That's really. You live in the childhood dream right there because everyone always wants a mini ramp in their backyard when they're growing up, you know? And it's yeah. just like, well, you, it, you finally get to do it. Your it, wife approved of it. It was expensive, but, you know, you committed to it. It's worth it. And now your kids get to reap the benefits yeah. of it also. It's like a family thing. Yeah. So, so th- thank you, Clark, for all, all the advice. And Mike Falcone, uh, he was the mastermind behind uh, the, the building of this. And anybody that comes and, and skates this thing or sees this thing is like, this thing is solid. This thing is yeah, built is. perfectly. Um, and, and, and that's all that's all Mike Falcone. Quality ramp. And thank you, Jamie. And thank you Jamie, for the <laughs> approval. For allowing this all to happen. Um, <laughs> Cool. That's a cool story. I know. I know. We jumped around a little bit. We're gonna, yeah. I, I, I want to jump back for a second Do it. because, um, you know, there's a lot of things about, about Philly back in the day. It was a pretty strict crew. Like you know, there was like there was rules. Like and these guys enforced the rules. Mm-hmm. It was uh, you know no negatives in Philly. We've been through that. Yep. Was that uh, you, Jimmy? <laughs> Jimmy for sure. No negatives in Philly. Um, and I said that to you, right? To me. <laughs> Yeah. Was, that, was that your first trip to Philly? My first trip to Philly. Yeah. He's <laughs> like, okay, first good. Trip to Philly. Well, yeah. good. <laughs> I did like a negative, uh, a negative star grind, right? Porn uh, star grind. On uh, this, with Solomon's, Black Solomon's at, um, I think it was Penn, Penn, mm-hmm. And uh, he was like, no negatives in Philly. <laughs> and the murder went up and did like a negative mistrial. That had, oh, why do do negatives? <laughs> um, but they, they were like, you know, grab the tricks and, and stay fakey. So... I'm curious to not only know about the rules, but like I, I was also saying before, um, there was a really strong distinction. Like I think this goes along with the rules that um, street skating, there was a separation back in the day. People didn't really do both as as fluently as there are today. Like, you know, it's, I think it's most people who can skate street or skating park and are able to. But back then it was like street skaters. X Games contest skaters and, and it was like the street skaters were always like the core guys and like that's whack yeah. dude that's, oh 100% that's we were <laughs> yeah we hated on anything park related possible right um, but so uh, uh, so Brian Locks we met through Cheapskates and just be, just by the mere fact that we met him through Cheapskates we still refer to Locks as a park rat to, 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 <laughs> to this day um but to you know to talk about some of the like the Philly rules that came about because when 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 it you know it happened over time and it it didn't happen intentionally we 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 you know we weren't creating the Philly rules because right. Philly was all we knew we were just these were the rules, the rules. What you live by yeah, yeah yeah they're good rules um, I like the rules yeah I mean but I also well, like breaking the rules too. right well <laughs> uh, yeah so I I I I think that's a great point but so like you said so. It was largely Jeff and I and, and some of the guys who who we originally were skating with where, you know, we came up with these set of rules. And, and you know, you know, Jeff and, and you know, myself and, and we're two very different people. Uh, Jeff can be very loud and, and boisterous. <laughs> and, yep. and, uh, um, but I, I think the things that we we have love Jeff. Shout out Jeff. Love, love the kid. He was the best man in my wedding. <laughs> nice. You're gonna have to share some Jeff stories with He's us out there Muay Thai fighting now. I saw he kick, he, he? he beat somebody's ass. What? <laughs> yeah, and um, he's he's out there fighting in like a you know in a, in a, oh, ring, shit. In a ring. Yeah, um, very impressed with the, the like roundhouse kick that he did. But <laughs> I like I'm just to, saying, I don't like, say the wrong thing to him. That's all I'm gonna say. I like to point out that guy had a pretty flappy midsection <laughs> that he, that he, that he beat. <laughs> 
but a flappy. I didn't say it. I didn't say it. I saw the roundhouse. I don't want a piece of it. I don't want a piece of it either. I I told him specifically that I would never want that to happen to me. Nice. Um, But but I think the things that Jeff and I have in common are are the fact that that um, we're perfectionists in 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 what we do, uh, and and we value uh, that, and we and and we strive for that. So when we you know, originally came up with the ideas of having to grab your tricks, having to, you know, land fakie or spin out, not doing negative tricks. It's one, we saw it as that's the way that it should be done. That's the way that it that looks good. And that's the way that w- we like doing it. But also at the time, the people who weren't doing it that way were not making it look good. There was not right. there was not negative tricks that looked good. There <laughs> was, uh, you know, if people weren't grabbing backslides, it was because they were they going could. to die doing a backslide <laughs> and couldn't get their leg up to to grab it. So yeah. that is true. There was a time where like you w- w- grabbed every trick. Yeah, you know. Freestyle wasn't a trend yet, you know. Mind game well, didn't not, come out not, yet. Not even that, but like, it, like he said, um, if you're seeing it like that, it's just maybe a little bit more out of control because, mm-hmm. yeah, during that time it was a bit more. Um, it wasn't like you know, like now where the people who were doing the no grab backslides, they you they can grab it, but mm-hmm. I think then it was like it couldn't do the thing because it was such an early stage. Yeah. yeah. And so it was like, this is the way, mm-hmm. this is how you do it. So right. maybe and, and, different and, time. So at the time we viewed that as the only way and, and, and we were vocal about it as, as, as you know. <laughs> um, and, uh, but, but we, we believed that that was the right way to do things. And, um, I, I think, I think those rules and those standards that were set at that time, you can still see that through like generations that in grew Philly. up in Philly. You totally can see all that through like the Kelsos and Anthony. Through the Kelsos. I was yeah. going to say, even even Anthony, as, yeah. as, as wild as he can skate sometimes, you can still Everything's see proper. that in him. Like watch him do a top sole yeah. and like that's how you're supposed to do a top The sole. little things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Done yeah. so well. It yeah. makes so, all the difference. All the difference. So, mm-hmm. so yeah. So Philly that, was good at the like really having uh, an eye for those nuanced things. I think it was a little tough, but I also skating back in the t- in that time was pretty. The New York, the older guys in New York weren't as like welcoming. Like, oh, come skate. I was gonna say the same thing too. That yeah. was just like a thing in the '90s. I think everyone was hard on each other. It was for, just hard. Yeah, harder. Yeah, and and I love that skating is really accepting now and. We see a blader from like a mile away, and we're like, "Hey, dude, yeah. Come, yeah. come over here and skate with us." Yeah, but it wasn't like that back in the day, and Not there was crews trying to like you know make distinctions between other and like, mm-hmm. "No, nah, like, mm-hmm. no, nah, we, we we do it like this," and mm-hmm. so I, that's kind of cool. Yeah, you know, but, but if you so, if you keep putting in context, you know. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. But I, I think I think like you said, those nuances are 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 what it's all about for right. me. That, that I me too. I live off that stuff. I love seeing that those things in skating. Um, to, to me, it, it it reminds me of of graffiti artists. So, you know, our our culture of rollerblading has become small at, at this point comparatively to you know some of the other action sports or whatever you want to call them at, at this time. No. But so, um, but so, you know, a really good graffiti artist who, who does a tag on the wall, not who does a mural, someone who does a tag on the wall. Mm -hmm. Most people can't read what that 
thing says, says yeah. except other graffiti artists. Mm-hmm. So they've created this, you know, this language that that you can only understand if you're part uh, of the if, culture. If, if you're part of that culture, mm-hmm. and I think that that has these small nuances that have grown from things like the Philly scene, but people have kind of taken those, you know, Colin Kelso always likes to quote rappers. So it's the whole like guru thing where it's like, we have certain formulas, but we update them with the times. Mm -hmm. Um, So, so you see, um, Colin's like a hip hop scholar, by the way. He's just like, he's a hip hop scholar. He's a VG scholar. He's a scholar. (laughs) Um, But so, you know, those nuances have kind of grown and now, you know, we've created this language. Um, And I I know like there's other, uh, you know, old head bladers that, that get hated on because they, they look at skating now with, with blind eyes. They, they can't, they, they, you know, they, if it's not a hammer, they can't appreciate it. Mm -hmm. I'm not one of those people whatsoever. Um, because to you know, watching you know some of the videos that the Kelsos put out um, with people like you know not only those guys but with you know with Patrick Ritter um, yeah. with Alex they've learned to then you know accentuate those nuances even further. Yep. And uh, you know, I I get it. Mm-hmm. You know, I I watch these videos and you know whether it's mushroom blading stuff whether. Uh, uh, it's it's basement stuff or, or whatever i i understand their language and yeah. completely appreciate what w- what they're doing so yeah it's it, it's cool to like not be the old guy that's like yeah, yeah back yeah, in my yeah. day yeah. it was like i remember that when i was like growing up like listening to like whatever music i was listening to right of course and like you know um my mom who listened to pretty good music she was still like i don't i don't i don't get this mm-hmm. like you know i was a little extreme it was like metallic and all that of garbage course, yeah all that stuff but um so just the idea of being like that like oh these chicks so it's good to like try to like be older and make an mm. effort to understand what's happening or the language that the younger kids are speaking but you know i remember when like colin first started trying to like not grab his tricks mm-hmm. be like kind of defiant obviously like he was able to grab his tricks and do things within the rules but then those like it's kind of like that quote like you know learn the rules so you can break them right. properly and just the uh that approach and how far that's been able to go because there were like a lot of no-nos in skating that mm-hmm. are you see people doing more experimentation now that's like super fun like i love seeing like all this womp stuff like we have mm-hmm. parker richardson out in new york right now shout out parker richardson mm-hmm. and you know all that like womp stuff is like super cool because it makes skating fun yeah and it like opens a whole nother door of what you can do so um, it's cool to see, like, you know, you coming from this place where you're, like, one of, like, the strongest enforcers of the rules to, like, being able to also, like, appreciate, like, the new nuanced levels of blading uh, today and, and in these days. Yeah. Right. But so I, I don't, you know, I don't want to seem like I'm soft on the rules either. I think there, I think there's, <laughs> there's still standards that need that need to be upheld. Right. Yeah. And 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 it didn't happen overnight for the Kelsos. And, and those two will tell you that, very much so that you know we gave them a tough time when when they were first coming up because you know we we were seeing videos of Colin and and uh 
He did a citric acid, which I don't know if you know what a citric acid Colin is. Colin did that? I know what a citric acid is. It's Come where on. you're doing like a negative Describe acid. it. Go ahead. Describe it. You're, doing, like... <laughs> you're doing a negative acid, but your acid foot is... Is back around, around the other way the the wrong way and like there's, <laughs> the there's just way. no way like that no one's ever gonna make that trick look good um there's just no way. i want to challenge that but okay. I, I feel like well i don't remember colin's clip actually doing it but i feel like how could he do it and not make no, it the, look good no it was because this was so long ago this was this oh, was way like before apprehensions okay. this yeah. was them on okay. you know on some like little ledge grommy grommy yeah um but but us giving them a hard time, as you know, in Philly was never from a hurtful place. Um, right. You know, um, those guys took the hits from us. Uh, uh, they they learned the rules and then they learned how to break them. And, and you know, to look at what they're doing now and, and what they've done over the years. Uh, I, I don't know anybody from Philly who would who would be able to say, uh, you know, the way that, that the places that those guys uh, have taken skating is not, you know, I- inspiring. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was going to say that even though that they have that new style of skating and, and they kind of go to like the way that skating is now, where it's not like just hammers and down rails and stuff like that. They still do kind of implement those rules, but every trick they do is perfect. Not just them, but everybody in Philly. You still skate like that too. When you skate, you make sure everything's perfect. You do things a hundred times to get it right on video. You know, so that is still happening in Philly, no matter how, what style of skating you're doing. Yeah, I, 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 like I said, I listen to this podcast all the time. Uh, I'm very much a blue collar blader, mm. as you are. I have to. We gotta get you some stickers. I have to work. <laughs> hard for every single clip maybe that i've ever gotten there's very few clips that i've ever gotten that are like oh yeah i did that first try i did that second try yeah um you know i've been filming a lot uh over the past year and a half with 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 sean and colin and there was some struggles some some mental and physical struggles taking place just to get you know a a single clip um i was there when you you fucked up your ribs right you bruised your ribs or something like that yeah, at Temple, uh, just skating a kinked rail. I, I don't know if it was you or somebody was like, oh, I have to see a, a Machio to top acid in this section or something. That was me. <laughs> <laughs> something. So, so we found a kinked rail, and I was like, all right, yeah, I can probably a do A big kinked rail, too. It wasn't even a little one. Yeah, uh, and I just started getting comfortable kind of sliding down it and uh, missed my Machio foot and went straight to my ribs. And that was bad. Just one of those, like, can't breathe at first. You're just, you know tapping on the ground to communicate <laughs> with others no it's yeah. it's crazy like sometimes like you know i, I don't know if it's because i'm older or whatever but when you're skating like a metal rail downstairs like and you know you something happens you get hurt you're like, oh man like and you think about it, like how did i skate all those metal bars <laughs> <laughs> and like, man, those are like why was it so easy at one point yeah you know? i used to like take those falls a little easier but no but i know what you mean like it's a metal bar. Yeah. You, you hit the ribs on that. I got payback for like... that, though, because I broke my ribs a few months ago on a kink rail. <laughs> the same right, thing. Right. So, same exact way you did it, too. Like, identical. Yeah. Uh, th- they're not forgiving like they used to be. Yeah. Um, but shout out Farm, because he's still out there conquering <laughs> demons. Holy moly. Mm-hmm. And I know you are, too. So it's crazy, man. But what do you... So you're said you've been filming with the Kelsos Heart for the last like year, year and a half. What's going on with that? I know you wanted to put out a 40 edit, but that has passed. So yeah. what do you, what do you plan on doing now? Um, 40 we, plus. 
40 I, plus. I, I don't really know what the plan is. Um, I know what we've done so far, and um, we're kind of trying to figure out what to do with it all. So the, the last few months, uh, our schedules just kind of haven't lined up, and, and, and we, we haven't been getting together filming. Um, I probably have 30 to 35 street clips, like clips that I'm pretty proud of. And, and I think what is, uh, working out to be probably the section that I'll be most proud of out of all my sections, which, and I think probably the best skating that, that I've done out of all my sections. I was never, I was never overly, you know, thrilled with any section that I ever made. Um, but this is the first. FOR2 one was pretty, pretty yeah. damn good. I mean, all of them are pretty damn good. Yeah. But so all of them were kind of uh, like I, I never set out to like to just film with one person. It was kind of like, OK, you're going to have a section in this video. So, you know, I would say like, oh, I have Kevin Gillen has some clips on his VX. So like I'll grab some from him and, you know, maybe Machette has some clips mm -hmm. uh, over here and then you know, go out filming with like Ed Martinez or whoever I could find with a, with, with a camera, um, and kind of just put these things together. So this was the first time that it was just me and the Kelsos out there, uh, street skating and, you know, working on something together. I, I love the way that Sean edits. I love the way that, uh, he uses audio to his advantage. If if you're watching anything that's basement related, you should be watching it with headphones mm -hmm. on because the way he kind of, uh, you know, not only uses music audio, but even like the skate audio that he's manipulating. Yeah. Just, you know, it, it, it makes it really cool. He's a opinion. master, dude. He's mm -hmm. so good. Yeah. So incredible. Um, you know, I want to love those basement edits. All of them. Are amazing. Such a fan. Unbelievable. Yeah. So I, they're so, working on something new right now, right? Yeah, are they're we, always working. Are we allowed to talk about this? I, I don't know. I don't know. Sean's in the chat. Let us know if you could if you could talk about it. Probably not. <laughs> Go on. He, I'm sorry. Uh, he's casually slipped a, a photo or, or two out there of stuff that I know they're they're working on. I feel like um, they're always working, like you said. Yeah, it's always yeah. something. But so so my goal was at 40 years old. Uh, I, I was I, I was feeling very good from a, a health perspective and i wanted to put out what i had in my mind as as one last street skating edit um and i wanted to do it with colin and sean because i i enjoy the stuff that that, that they put out um and you know sean and colin were completely in, into the idea and uh we started filming together. We would go out a lot with, you know, Anthony Marchione and, and Dan Chuck and just kind of go out street skating. And, you know, there there were days. Yo, shout out da Dan Chuck. Dan Chuck <laughs> on Instagram. That's my boy, dude. <laughs> he wants to Dan keep Chuck. your mind free, bro. <laughs> I, re I respect my boy. Yo, think for yourself. <laughs> Shout out Dan Chuck. I love it, man. So, uh, um, so, so we would go, we were, we were going out quite a bit. Um, you know, there were days where I got three or four solid, solid clips in a day, which is more than I've ever got. And also I probably, I haven't had, you know, 35 clips in hand in, in a really long time. Um, they skate, uh, Kensington, Philadelphia, uh, quite a bit, which is a neighborhood just north of, of where they live. Um, 
and Kensington is uh, it's kind of a rough area, right? It's essentially the heroin capital yeah, of yeah. the world. I don't know if the world, but the country. It's it's like one of the top like heroin. It's exactly where the Kelsos belong. <laughs> it is a it, it's a third world country it's when rough, you go huh? through. It's, yeah. it's 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 incredibly sad what what is taking place there. And if you you know you drive through it, walk through it, skate through it, you kind of don't believe that it's America. Um. They skate there heavily. Uh, there's there's great spots throughout it, that, you know, yeah. and, and 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 they're masters at kind of finding just like random yeah. things on the side of the road. So we were skating there pretty often, and I got to the point where it was just kind of depressing to go there anymore. We were, you know, I would be stopped at a stoplight to see you know some guy inject heroin into another guy's neck just mm-hmm. standing there on the corner uh you know just people like half dead on, on the streets yeah. and you know you have you have you have kids walking by and like walking over this mess and and it, as a father it's probably rough to, yeah. it got to me you know after weekend after weekend of doing this it it, it got to me and i was like guys I, I i need a time out from this we either have to skate somewhere else uh i just i just need a break from this because change it, of plans we're shooting the whole part of my mini in the backyard <laughs> <laughs> i can't deal with this it's a lot and, yeah. and, and 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 you know we grew up skating very rough neighborhoods in in, right. in, in north philly and and, and and you know the surrounding parts but th- this is this is a completely different, different animal different that thing. that's going on and, it, and it's 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 sad to see um and it just became too much um so we kind of just like took a break from filming uh i got to you know look through everything we have in in my opinion i have too many topsoles so i was like okay now i kind of this is the first time i'm like seeing everything together i want to get 10 more solid clips that aren't topsoles um and you know i probably have like i've chipped away like three into that at some point so like i'm close i'm disappointed that i didn't hit the like 40 target that i was going for but are you done or no i i I, you know i want to get a few more so we got we can get 40 yeah we're we're, you're almost there yeah well i'm 41 now oh so we gotta get 41 yeah yeah 42 Uh, that extra clip might kill you. The extra <laughs> when you're that old. But, but, <laughs> about it. Um, but I, I just I, I want to make my first street section that I'm completely proud of. Uh, and if I rushed it and put it out, then I'd still say in the back of my mind like I'm doing too many top soles, even though yeah. it's on completely different, you know, the random obstacles. In my mind, I would say that, and I want to just, you know, I want to be able to walk away from this thing saying, like, yep. I, I'm I, happy with this one. I took my time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, in the meantime, I've also filmed a complete park edit. Uh, uh, like, I have, like, a three-and-a-half-minute park edit uh, that's done. The younger you would, wouldn't believe that. Yeah, this, for the real, younger, right? The younger you would have been, like, a park, a full park edit. <laughs> What do you think the younger uh listen it is t- it's tough mentally and physically to to skate street right. uh, uh, these days it's hard to it's incredibly I've had you know like I said there were days I got three or four clips there was days that I was out away from Jamie and the kids all day long and didn't get a single clip and it's incredibly frustrating it, mm-hmm. it, it it's uh it's also 
super daunting at this point to get kicked out of a spot. It's very stressful and frustrating these days for us adults who have, like you work a nine to five to have two days a week or maybe one day a week or every other week to go skating. You spend that whole day looking for spots and then you get kicked out. You can't even get a clip or nothing like that. And it's perfectly understandable that people skate parks, you know, yeah, whenever right. they can. Yeah, there, there was days that I came home mentally defeated of, you know, we're driving around North Philly and Kensington all, all, all day. And, uh, you know, I, I, like you said, I, I, I get one day a week maybe to go skate. Um, and you spend the whole day driving around North mm-hmm. Philly and Kensington and, <laughs> uh, you know, Dan Truck probably gets 17 clips. <laughs> <laughs> I get zero and, and, and I, I, you know, it's, it's tough. Who filmed um, it? What did you kids film it? Cause I know you just put out, you always skate parks with your kids. Uh, Francesca filmed quite a bit of it. Uh, then, you know, uh, Lucas Friedrich filmed some of it. Uh, my friend Joey McKee, but I think Frederick filmed some of it. It was kind of just like, I have a camera with me, whoever I'm skating with at the time, just kind of pass it along and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, try to get something. Mm-hmm. But, um, so my problem is I don't know what to do with these things. Like, I don't know how to navigate what do you these, mean? like digital, digital files, digital video files. No, just like, <laughs> like, what do you do with it? Like, so I posted, so, so I worked a year on this thing and then I posted on Instagram and then it's gone in two days. Like, I feel like I want to do something more with it than that, but I don't know what that is. So I essentially have 35 street clips and a street section done, but I don't know what to do with them. What do you do these days besides put something on, like, YouTube and just promote the crap out of it? Yeah, you know, know, that's all you kind of do. You're not going to make a fucking DVD, you know? You're not going to come with the Jimmy Shooter Blu-ray. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if he keeps going, he can. He could. Yeah, it's like one of those Aaron Feinberg videos. Skate like Aaron. Ride like Jimmy. Yeah, no, that's never gonna happen. But, uh, that that's that's kind of where I'm at with them. But I, I, you know, I'm proud of uh, you know what I have so far. I think uh, you know I tried to kind of do something different with this one. I th- I think it's easy. It like towards the end of where I like slowed down and kind of like stepped away from skating. I never completely stepped away from skating, but. Um, where I kind of stepped back a bit was because I felt like I was doing the same tricks at the same places and it kind of just got stale for me. Are you talking about like street spots in general, like going back to the same ones over and over same again? street spots, but then, you know, I find myself doing the same tricks because they're the tricks I know I could do. And, you know, you end up stopping, you're not pushing yourself anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, so you get bored and you kind of walk away. But um, I, I think, you know, as you stay watching skating and, and uh, you get inspired by different things, then, you know, there's been plenty of times throughout the years where just like that, that, that spark lights back up and, mm-hmm. and you're, you're back in. And, and, and this time was, was probably the, the, the most it's happened in a long time. And, um, you know, I can't wait for you guys to see because I, th- I think it's, you know, pretty different than anything I've done in the past. Ah, I can't wait for that, too. When was the last section you, you put out? A hundred years ago. <laughs> what was it? Literally Den- Denial? Was it underestimated, the last section I, that you had? I guess it's underestimated, probably. What was that, like, oh, three, oh, yeah. four, four, something like that? Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Um, Almost 20 years well, ago. I like also what we were 
it kind of goes back to what we were talking about before about like um, the COVID times where like we were all getting together and like we united as a community in a completely different way. Like on like a micro scale of that, like us and I remember Abdiel during that time, we were all talking about filming a section. Billy, you were the only one that actually came out with your section so far, <laughs> but um, so you're the only one to follow through with it. But like us, like I remember we were sending clips to each other and like Abdiel too, we were like all sharing stuff to each other, like motivating each other to go. And it was like a weird way that we've never really motivated each other before. It wasn't like a physical way of showing clips like in person, something like that. We would like text each other footage. Like you would send me yeah. a, a clip of you or like a picture. And then same thing with you, Shooter. You like take a picture like, oh, like I just did this. And I would tell you vice versa. Abdiel too. And it was like a whole another level of being able to motivate each other. And especially because none of us have had sections in years and years. So like right. it's kind of cool that we all did that together. Yeah. Uh, Abdiel hurt his ribs as well. Twice. I think, when, he, when, he was, when he was filming uh, for that. Damn, but we all fucked our ribs up, yo. There was some injuries, you know, getting older. Uh, your section was amazing. Thanks. Yeah, for real. Unbelievable. Thank you. There was no holding back with that. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. We got to work on our part now. Yeah. Um, I, can't, I can't wait to see it. We're a quarter of the way there. Yeah. No, let me ask, I'm, I'm no, way more than a quarter. Well, I'm saying yeah, like between the four of us, between you're like us three and Abdiel. something percent. Yeah. You're, you're almost there. Yeah. Um, so I was trying to convince Austin uh, to buy uh, an HBX <laughs> to, to make the truth three, which, uh, you know, I, I think. And, and, and why do I need an HBX? Tell me this again. Because that's what Sean said. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's the rules. <laughs> because that's what Sean said, and Sean makes the rules, so it has to be an that's, HVX. That's and I, just, I, I, you messaged me that, and it was like a week before that, I literally sold my HVX. Yeah. Because I haven't used it in forever. <laughs> um, I thought that would have been a great way to kind of come out with a part. Oh, with, to, of course. To be part of a larger. More Is that amazing. why you were pushing that so hard? That, yeah, that's, that, <laughs> I, didn't, that's I didn't realize that you you were like pushing the shit out of me to get an HBX I mean, like every let's day. Just, let's just do it. He's got his part almost done. Oh, so you're done. We just all got to play catch up. Yeah, yeah, my work is largely done. <laughs> so <laughs> you can wait like two more years for us to film our parts. Yeah, yeah. it's seven clips in you know two years should be. We we can't mention the true three anymore because people are gonna start commenting they want to see a true three. Yeah, probably should. <laughs> I mean, give the people what they want. You know, I would love to. I would love to. It's yeah. kind of difficult let's, these days. Let's talk about running real okay. quick yeah. just because you you got into i think running throughout the pandemic right uh no before that actually right? prior prior to the pandemic so um so uh, so also largely when when i really had to back out of skating hard uh i started having some pretty severe lower back problems um can relate yeah so yeah. i mean it was there was and it would often happen skating and it would be, you know, humid weather or, or whatever, dehydrated. And we have to talk about that story, by the way, of your back. We, we can talk about it right now. Cause I can, Since you're in the way. Okay. Can, uh, Cause yeah, you had some serious, like you said, some serious back problems and you went through years of trying to get it better and fixed. And then you finally got it fixed. Yes. Yeah, so it's the most talk, ridiculous we can, we can story talk about ever. That right now. Do you know about the story, Billy? Leading no, into no, I don't. Uh, this is going to be entertaining. Leading into uh, the running now. Um, so, you know, I would go. So, I think the first time it happened, we were skating uh, Cecil B. Moore uh, on Temple's campus, and I was skating. The, you know, there's the two ledges in the row in a row going down the ramp so there's the lower one that goes out and then there's the higher one mm -hmm. that goes out and the higher one is probably like almost chest high the higher one is your ledge pretty much no yeah one else skates right. in. i love skating <laughs> yeah that's your ledge so so i was skating there on a very hot and humid day and i jumped up to 
just maybe Machio it or I think Machio it. And when I jumped, I felt my back like completely seize up. And I had no choice at that point because I, I, I would always fly down that ramp uh, to that ledge. I had no choice at that point but to still lock the trick and just kind of see it out or else I would have gotten more destroyed. So I felt my back go out, locked a Macchio, and then just had to kind of land and crumble to the ground. Um, it was so, like, I couldn't get up. I couldn't I couldn't walk. They had to, some of my friends that I, I was with that day had to roll me no. onto a piece of plywood that they found. No way. Carry to carry me to my car, put the back seats down, and just like load me into the trunk. No. And then when we got to my apartment uh, on Penn's campus, had to you know take me out by uh, plywood. We lived a, we lived across the street from some medical facility. Who? Oh, so this is a long time ago. Yeah. So this was. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I still lived on Walnut Street the first time it happened. Um, but so they had to, you know, carry me into into my apartment, and I needed to use a skateboard next to my couch to paddle my way to the bathroom. Like <sighs> I couldn't walk, and that started happening. Like at first, it was happening like once a year, then it was happening like every six months. Um, you know, I was going to an orthopedic surgeon throughout all of this, and every time it was just like here's a prescription of muscle relaxers. Here's a prescription of Tylenol with codeine. Uh, eventually it got to the point where they were doing cortisone injections. Um, but every six months I would be dealing with this. So I would, you know, I would go out and skate once every two months and then, you know, be incredibly sore for two weeks after that. Um, but at the same time, you know, we were we were getting through with college and and, you know, everyone was still drinking and still eating super unhealthy. Yeah. And it was just gas like, station you know, food. Just yeah. Just wow. Like the 7-Eleven cheese steaks. And yeah, just a vicious cycle. Yeah. Um, and ultimately, when you get into your 30s, that catches up with you. So uh, and, and the way that caught up to me was through my back and and. It was going, it got to the point where it was going out every four or six months. Um, and it would just be the same thing, like muscle relaxer, Tylenol with codeine, cortisone injection, and see you in four to six months. And and I kind of thought that was what was going to be the, the rest of my life. And um, I had my daughter we still lived in south philly at the time and then and then we moved out to the suburbs of philadelphia uh and i was going through the same vicious cycle for years uh and 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 gaining weight and still like you know not treating my body the the, the way you should treat it at, yeah. at, at at that age and um i started to get frustrated that uh it had probably been four years since my orthopedic surgeon had looked at or touched my back outside of like putting an injection in it. So like you're, I got to the point where it's like, you're not treating me. You're just like, you're just like maintaining. Prolonging kind of. Yeah, yeah. Like, it, like the, the, the only path for me at that time was that I was going to have to get surgery eventually. So it got to, uh, 
so I got to the point where I was about to be going on vacation. Uh, I, I, I surf, so I, I was going to be, I was going to be surfing the, the whole week on vacation and my back went out and it was like, you know, I wait, I, I wait all year long for these vacations. I work all year long and now I can't walk. Um, someone happened to mention to me that a friend of a friend goes to this guy <laughs> who, who is awesome. has, you know, a, a more holistic approach to, uh, to things. Um, they referred to this person as a witch doctor. I still <laughs> refer to this person as a witch doctor. I still see this person to this day. And Oh, do you really? Yeah. I didn't know that. So, uh, so they, you know, they, they, they told me about this guy. I was willing to try anything at the time. So I, uh, uh, got an appointment with him right before I went on vacation. Um, and they warned me that it was, it, it's not going to be your typical doctor <laughs> experience. Uh, and, but like I said, I'm willing to try anything at the time. I drive to this guy's house. He, he operates out of his house. The end of his private driveway is is two pillars, which I, I think had like white rabbit statues <laughs> on them. Uh, I pull up to this guy's house. There's a black cat lurking around outside. So, you know, I'm texting Jamie like, hey, this is the address. <laughs> if you don't make it <laughs> yeah, back. If I don't make it back. Like, this is where it all went down. Yeah. Um, so I, I, you know, go into this guy's house and he is just he's talking to me he's asking questions about my history uh, about like what got me to this place and 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 sounds like a good doctor already it, that's I, so i was there for a total of an hour and a half uh and probably at least a half hour of that was just talking uh and and seeing kind of like how i got to where i was and he eventually you know he has like some sort of massage table and, and i guess it's officially called like active release therapy that he does uh, although i'm i'm not entirely sure but he essentially it's like chiropractor stuff it's not but it's not like cracking and, no. and, and things like that so he's like digging into like he'll be digging his fingers like deep into your hip flexor while stretching back on your leg and like yelling at you to surrender so <laughs> why he was yelling at you yeah i mean it, like, you know he wants you to you just need to relax so it could happen relax yeah. so he can you know manipulate you to to the yeah. point where it's gonna it's gonna do some good um what i can say is that i was barely able to walk into his office that evening and i could have gone surfing that night an hour and a half later when I got back into my car, I was slowly getting in, into my car because in my mind, I had been severely injured an hour and a half ago, and I, now I felt completely fine. That's um, insane. But th I don't think, like, I, I don't want to say that that was, you know, that was the, the, the life change, like that changed everything. But I took that and I took advantage of that and I started to take care of myself. I started to eat better i started to exercise i lost a bunch of weight um and uh maybe a year past that my back went out one more time where i had to go back to see him but continued to eat healthy continued to exercise continued to lose weight i've had zero back issues ever since those two visits which were you know probably three years ago 
at this point. And, you, you know, during that time, I'm, I'm skating hard, I'm surfing. And, uh, so I took up, I took up running. Um, so the, the way running came about is my, my work was doing like a charity five mile race. Uh, you could either walk two miles, run five miles or bike 15. Uh, I had never run five miles before in my life. So I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll do that. One. <laughs> I'll do that one. Cause I just, you know, wanted to, you know, try something different yeah. at the same time. My daughter, uh, had, who was probably, you know, seven at the time, um, signed up for a 5k race through her elementary school. So I was like, oh, I'll do it with you. That way we can, you know, run together, you know, something we could do together. Um, so I did those, I did a 5k a week later, I, I did a five mile run, but which even my training for that, I had, I, I got up to four miles. I never even got up to five. Um, but then it kind of just like snowballed into, uh, you know, a complete habit. And now, um, uh, I'm, I think I'm just about to reach 600 days straight where I'm running, I'm running five miles Ooh. a day. Um, over the course of the time I've lost like 40 pounds. Uh, and, uh, I think, you know, I think for me, the biggest benefit that I've gotten out of it is I'm, I'm skating, I'm skating at what I consider to be a pretty high level for someone my age. And like you're seeing, I, I I'm getting able to, um, I'm, I'm able to do it with my kids. Uh, you know, I'm not some dad on the side being like, yeah, I, I used to be able to, you know, blah, blah. Yeah. You know, I'm out there skating with them. Uh, so it's, it's been, uh, it's been quite a ride. That's awesome. That's, that's like motivation. I think a lot of people need to take notes from that because so many people have problems. And aside from you obviously seeing the witch doctor, but taking up another hobby, keeping yourself fit, eating right, your diet has completely changed over my, the years. My, my diet's completely changed. Uh, what, was, what was the first, last time you had a carb before the pizza today? I've slowed down. I mean, I was crazy with it at the beginning, but, um, you know, I've, I, I'm trying to, you know, find a healthy balance with it, like in anything. Um, so, uh, you know, I'll, I'll go in and out of having carbs, not having carbs. I, I drive Jamie crazy with, you know, what I'm doing that week. Uh, but you know, the, you know, I, I barely drink, uh, it, it's, it's, it's nothing like what was, what was happening in my thirties. But to, but to me, it's like, I had to make a choice. Um, and, uh, you know, being able to skate like I am, I, I you know, pretty sure i'm on the right path at this point you're pretty sure <laughs> i think so definitely yeah so that's dope that's rad yeah you got to stay healthy it's so important mm. especially in your 40s when you're still filming sections which is crazy yeah and you know i i, I see jeff at your place he's out there filming doing street tricks so it's like this kind of whole you he know pisses me off though <laughs> 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 because like an example i took him uh we we were out just you know skating this ledge spot just to be out skating and uh it had been a while since i had gotten a clip so i'm like hey i've been i i, I saw this i saw this spot in uh i think it was in one of the valo philly videos where it's like a, 
jump, you roll out something, and then you gap to an electrical box. I want to go fish brain it. So we go there, whatever. We skate it. I end up fish braining it. I joke around to him being like, cause like, you know, he goes there like, you know, he's like, oh, I could do this and that. I'm like, well, you should, you should true top porn it. I'm like, I think you could true top porn that thing. Half joking, really. And, and you know, it, it's like the guy throws on his skates. He's wearing like sweat shorts <laughs> and uh, it's, it's a hundred degrees out that day. Sweat shorts. <laughs> who invented that i kind of hate that sweatshorts became like a trend now like, like every time you go shopping that. everything is sweatshorts sweatshorts it, wh- where are you shopping everywhere h&m fucking any store you go to there's sweatshorts all over the place i'm like what the fuck is this all right we'll get into that later but we'll it, get jeff back on the show to talk about sweatshorts another we got, day we but, got to. Okay. Yeah. but it, it's just you know the the, the guy can take like a short sleeve hoodie I can't with that. What I'm saying, it's you know the guy can can come out of the woodwork and and uh, still be so on top of his game, and it mm. just it can be incredibly frustrating at times when you know you're working really hard to be there and he's doing it seemingly nonchalantly, which I know is not the case. He goes out, <laughs> he takes hard falls, but it's just did you he know, do it? Yeah. Oh sure. Was, you guys are still very competitive. I think we always we always yeah. will be. Uh, it's like me and Murda. Well, mm. like you and Murda as well. Famous FOR2 arm wrestling match, which I think started a trend. Murda said he wants to rematch. I think I saw him in the, in arm- the chat earlier. He, he's, he's said that for a long time. There was a rematch. Um, There's a rematch clause? No, a rematch took place, mm. and it, it was at a New, New York skating event, mm. and I ended up in a hotel room with murda and 30 other new yorkers for <laughs> now already for to avenge his loss i feel like i know who two. half these 30 new yorkers are <laughs> they're like yo he's gonna win this time i'm telling you by bro. the way murda just said i like sweatshorts fuck off <laughs> oh, okay. So for round two, when we're in a hotel, Murda got the sweatshirt collection. He's rocking them right now. Yeah, oh, he just, he's doing that workout in the I, garage. I, I, yeah, I saw the garage workout. Yeah. I think he had sweatshirts on. <laughs> um, but so I'm in a room full of Murda and New Yorkers, and we do round two, and the entire room is chanting Murda, Murda. Oh so, you know, it's against all odds, and I beat him the second time, too. No. So, yeah, little known fact. Damn, Mike! Wow. He just called you out on the show. <laughs> so even if even if Mike wins, it would be one out of three. Like if he gets the rematch, yeah, because he's requesting the rematch. Yeah. But even if he wins, it's gonna be one no, out of three. He, yeah, so we, there was a round three. Oh uh, my goodness! Wait, he, he beat me years later. Uh, uh, it was a th- heavily intoxicated night, so I, I kind of <laughs> okay. That. So we'll chalk it up to uh, alcohol. Not a strong murder, but a weak Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. That's it. That's a. But he's training in the garage, so you never know now. I'm. But Jimmy's I, also training. Everyone's training. I don't ever want to. You know, Jeff's doing this MMA stuff. I, I kind of want to live the rest of my life to never be punched in the face again. It's <laughs> <laughs> so. a good way to live. Yeah. yeah. You have a very happy life. I feel you get your nice jog in the morning. Yeah. You you're working from home, whatever. You got like your mini ramp in your yard. You got your nice wife a nice home a pool of women maybe when the surf. kids become teenagers you know who knows yeah <laughs> I'm just kidding. yeah, yeah. I'm, just I'm terrified for that time <laughs> if, there were, if they're anything like uh like me it's gonna be bad but hopefully they're they're not they're good kids yeah you know speaking of your family a little bit i don't want to get too personal if you don't want to talk about this is fine sure. but i know you had a funny story about how 
when you met your wife Jamie, like there was a story about how you were recognized as a skater, like a pro skater at right. school. I, I found that really funny and entertaining. That was like an era of skating that's not really around anymore because, you know, pro, quote unquote pro skaters aren't like as, you know, famous, you know. But right. I felt like your situation was really funny and it was very of the time and very Philly because you went to school at like one of the most famous skate spots in Philly. Right. So so you went to Drexel, right? Yep. Yeah. So bo- both my wife and I went to uh, Drexel. Um I probably knew of my wife the entire time uh, that I went to Drexel, and she had no idea who I was. Um, How'd you know of her? What do you mean? Well, because just the, I saw her freshman year. Oh, okay, you just recognized her. Like you seen her around? Not recognized her, but like yeah. I was kind of infatuated with this girl mm-hmm. since freshman year, and just never, you know, had the guts to go talk to her. Um, and it took up until senior year. Uh, we finally got a class together. Um, and, uh, the way she explains it, we, we had philosophy class together and she went into the classroom and she saw that I already had the book and I had a highlighter. So I looked like I knew what I was doing. So she sat next to me. You're thinking there pretty much. Yeah. Whatever you want to call it. It (laughs) It worked. It it was working. Um, that was her excuse. Yeah. That was her excuse. She saw Jimmy's baby blues (laughs) and she was like, gotta sit next to Jimmy. (laughs) I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell him what's the highlighter. That's what it is. <laughs> so, um, you know, eventually I get the guts up to, to ask if I can walk her home. So I'm walking her home from class. Uh, I think it was an evening class maybe or late afternoon. So we're walking back from class and we walk past the famous turf fields. So, uh, oh, the famous. Those are the curve ledges, right? The curve the wrong, the wrong way, way ledges, ledges, yeah, yeah, and the rails, yeah, the those, curve the right way, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we were walking past turf fields, and someone saw me and noticed me and knew who I was and came up to me and asked for my autograph, <laughs> and, and it was Colin Kelso. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm just kidding. Never heard the story. You know, at the time. Jamie didn't know I skated or didn't know, you know, anything about who I was. So, mm-hmm. you know, it got to the point where it's like, who the hell are you? Wait a and second. Do you know who the person is who asked I you? I don't. That? I uh, have no yo, idea. That would be funny. We got to shout this person out, mystery person. You might have sealed Jimmy's fate. That's true. I didn't think about that. That's <laughs> very true, actually. and a marriage later, you might have... Sh- That's true. That probably helped. Yeah. <laughs> It didn't um, hurt. It didn't hurt. You had a wingman. It did not hurt. <laughs> um, so, yeah, just, I, I mean, pure uh, luck, timing. I, I can't say that I've ever been stopped at turf fields for an autograph at any other time, but but then... Uh, was she impressed? Uh, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> that was the real question. Was she impressed? I, I, I was excited about it. <laughs> right, of course. That's always an exciting moment. Yeah. 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 Um, Shocking. Like, what a coincidence that of all times, that was the time that someone came up to you for an autograph. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect timing. Thank you, sir. (laughs) Yeah. That's awesome. That is a good story. Yeah. So, Hmm. um, I feel like we uh, only touched on uh, my kids skating, and I kind (laughs) of want to shout them out a little bit. Yeah. Let's get into that one second, because 
In a little bit, we're going to get into the chats, but I have to shut down the podcast one shut more time. Shut it down. One more time, because it's third shutdown of the podcast. Oof. Uh, one podcast, three shutdowns. Philly was the first uh, one to shut, shut down. down the podcast. It was. Shut it down. Philly was first, man. <laughs> hold De- on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Declaration of Independence, Benjamin, Ooh, Fe- Benjamin Franklin, the Liberty Bell. It's the first. Did we get that? Ooh, that's really hard. On the White Island comes with the TV. His, uh... Ooh, that's really hard. <laughs> uh, nice. The Marchion soundbite. Shout out, Anthony. Yeah. Oh, that's really hard. Um, my shutdown is I was given this shirt by Jordan Bayes of uh, Ghetto Community, the sweatshirt, mm-hmm. and they have a new line out. And I got to say, fine looking garments. I, I got to say, it's fantastic. It is. So if you get the opportunity to please check out the new Ghetto Community line because they got a windbreaker. I was out wearing it the other day. It was pouring rain. And I was pulled at the windbreaker. Ooh. I was good. Unfortunately, you did not have the windbreaker <laughs> today. on today. <laughs> I didn't have the windbreaker on today. But I kept this fresh <laughs> in my bag. stayed dry. Yeah. So uh, shout out Jordan Bay. Shout out Ghetto Community. And uh, I had to shut down the podcast for that. because he had Check a, him out. He blessed us with the garments. Blessed. He blessed us with the garments. Awesome. Yeah. So, sorry. Here we go ahead. No. Um, so, I, you know, just back to my kids for yeah. a, a second. Um. I never, I was never the one who pushed my kids into skating. Um, so they kind of, especially definitely not skateboarding, the way you would have been back in the day. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> that doesn't really make People sense. People like to remind me that um, <laughs> it was a war. He, Jimmy did not like skateboarding back yeah. in the day. People like to remind me that I was next to the Rob Thompson kink, yelling, "No skateboarder will ever do this rail." <laughs> the, 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 the drop kink that he did next to the walnut street bridge which i still attest to i, I believe can't. that stands true yeah i mean that's a we'll that's see though i don't know david gravette because maybe these days skateboard is getting crazy now but yeah you yeah, still might they're, not they're pushing know pushing it who knows yeah. yeah um but so you know i never pushed my kids into skating and uh you know never kind of pushed my hobbies into it but i guess you know from them be being around it is is how they started to show interest um you know, at, for uh, for many years, I was attending my daughter's, you know, ballet recitals and bringing her to ballet practice. And she, you know, had nothing to do with uh, skating, skateboarding, anything. Um, and she kind of just picked it up. She started surfing with me when she was probably five or six years old and, and uh, kind of just you know, I, I got her a skateboard and she would start to toy around with it. And then last year is, is when she really started to kind of do it every day. Um, and it's just insane to see like the obsession that she has now with her skateboard. Like she's, she's, she'll wake up at six thirty in the morning during the school year to skate an hour in our heater room, which now has a micro in it. But up until you know, a few weeks ago, it was just a concrete slab with a heater in the room. And she was just sitting in there ollieing over and over, trying to learn switch ollies, just, you know, just trying to figure that thing out, uh, which is pretty admirable for someone who is 10 years old to just have the motivation to kind of get up at 630 in the morning and go do that. Yeah, that's um, that addiction that kids have, though. Like, when you, you're stuck on something, that's all you do. If you like, have a new video game, you play that video game all day. You have, like, someone gives you a basketball, you play basketball yeah. all day. She right. did that but, with skateboarding. But but now, like, you know, now kids are fighting to to have to fight against, like, the addiction of an iPad. Right. Or, or, oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, mm. You know, I, yeah. I, have a, I have a big problem with the game Minecraft because, like, the games we were playing when we were young, 
you could beat the game. There was an ending. In, yeah. in Minecraft, there's no ending. You're just like walking around some strange <laughs> square world. And, right. you know, <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't get it. But but it, it's an addiction. And, and, you know, kids have to... The challenge that they have is to, to, to fight that addiction and to find balance and to get into some of these other things. So, I, you know, I, I think it's extra cool that, you know she kind of has that motivation to to do that and it's not that she's you know not you know into uh, you know ipads and and games like that but but there's a balance there there's a balance and i think that's important and 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 james with with rollerblading i think i think last night was the first night that i saw kind of that passion that his sister has skating because I don't know if you saw the uh, like my story. He on on this little micro ramp that Mike Cohen helped us build. He learned frontside stalls. He learned backside stalls, and he worked for those tricks. He was the, you know that's it's it's in a small space, so he's flying into our heater. He's flying into plywood that we have to try to block mm-hmm. different things. He's taking hard falls, and he was getting frustrated. He was getting upset. Uh, now, now let me ask you: Is 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 like? J- Jamie happy with this or is she like oh my god I have three <laughs> that are on a mini ramp right now this is a little worrisome you know I, mean? I, I think um, I think it's growing on her uh, it, she, she was always 100% supportive of, of whatever the kids want to do but but now I think she's starting to understand that you know these kids at a very young age uh, have shown you know great progress right in 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 something and quite frankly uh, you know even though jamie is you know has been uh, you know heavily aware of what happens in in rollerblading and 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 those type of sports having skateboarding in the olympics helps to legitimize uh those type of things and you see you know 13 year old girls who are having great success in the olympics and and i i think I think things like that help not only not only my wife but uh, but other parents of kids who want to get into these type of sports that mm-hmm. that they you know, it's more serious not just like a joke yeah yeah, yeah there, there's there's a there's a path and, and it legitimizes it for sure yeah yeah so um but seeing james last night that it was the like you know i've seen him get angry and upset for not being able to do something and, and push but l- last night was the first time where you know, I'm telling him to take a break and stop. And I could tell that there was nothing that I was going to say that was going to stop him mm-hmm. until he was able to do what he set out to do. And he ended up doing, uh, you know, all all three tricks that he did last night were new for him. And he ended up doing all of them. And, you know, it seemed that from both my kids, like that, that's, that's what excites me. It's not, it's not that the, it, it's, you know, I love the fact that they're into skating and, and skateboarding. It, it, it buys me time at skate parks. It, exactly. You know, it buys me time in skating, but just being able to watch them push themselves and not want to give up. Uh, you know, I always say my, my daughter may look exactly like my wife, but she is so much like mm-hmm. me in, in, in the way that she is and, and the kind of grit that she has. Cause just like James was, she takes some hard falls too on the, on that. Your kids take some hard falls. James oh. took some hard falls in that edit that you put out today. I think there's two scorpions. <laughs> yeah, he's scorpion already. <laughs> he's seven edit. years old. 
but uh, Francesca too. They, they these kids take some really really hard slams, uh, but the, it, it's it's not stopping them, and and that's awesome to see. Yeah, that, that, that that's really cool, man. That mu- and that must be like you know, like you said, they're so motivated. But there you are, still like so motivated. What is it that gives you the motivation to continue to push? After all this time, being a father of two, you know, married, your husband, you're working full time, and you're still pushing to get your your 41 clip section. And uh, yeah, where does it come from? What what keeps you motivated? That's a great question. I don't I don't know that I know how to answer it. Like I said, there there's been times, you know, there's been times over the years where I have fallen in and out of skating and my motivation has dwindled or there's been times where it's completely sparked and you know the last few years it's been completely sparked and and me getting a mini ramp helped me get out of that rut of doing the same thing all the time so when I got a mini ramp and didn't know how to skate a mini ramp I was determined to learn how to do it and I didn't want to do the same tricks that I do on everything else. I wanted to learn how to skate a mini ramp and, and I wanted to learn new tricks on it. And then I figured out I was, well, I'm able to incorporate what I've learned on this thing to street skating. Um, so, you know, our bullheadedness of anti-park probably ultimately held us back to the, you know, what maybe our greatest potential was, but I'm taking what I'm learning there and incorporating it so i i without a doubt have a bigger trick vocabulary now than i did when i was 24 mm-hmm. um but as far as what you know what keeps me motivated you know i watch skating all the time there's there's plenty of things that like spark my interest and, and get me excited to go skate uh and you know having my kids at a skate park with me helps keep me motivated too i don't want to just be loafing it around like you know i want to that to me uh play with your kids at at this point in time uh it's been and it's been awesome going to a park with with a rollerblader and a skateboarder because uh the skateboarders respect that I, I'm now, you know, a raising a, <laughs> yeah. I'm a dad. And You're one I'm, of them I'm, almost. I'm raising a skateboard, a skateboard yeah. child. And, you know, I don't see that uh, a lot of that. Now you still see some of it and you still hear comments. But um, when me and the kids go to a skate park, we 100% elevate the session that's going on. People are excited to see what happens they are they're excited to see what james is doing they're cheering him on they're excited to see a tiny 10 year old girl do some of the things that she's doing they'll they'll jump in they'll give her pointers uh and quite frankly i want to (laughs) contribute to the (laughs) session too so i go and i i do my thing um so it's been it's been a really cool experience it's been kind of surreal that that you know there was a there was a day we were skating a park in uh, Havertown and I was like yelling at the kids that like, we have to go. Like the kids didn't want to leave the park and I had to like step back and say to myself, like, did you ever think you were going to be at a skate park, like begging your kids to leave? leave? So, you know, it's been, it's been really cool. It's cool to have that perspective on, uh, 
Yeah. On it, you know, like the parent perspective, like we gotta go, and then be like, wow, like step back and be like, <laughs> that, that's almost like people become police. Yeah. You know, and you're like have to kick. I've heard people like stories of people who become security guards and shit, and like I had to kick skaters out the other day. I felt so bad, and I was like, can you believe that you became that person? You know. Yeah, that I don't want to yeah. ever become that person. That's another extreme of it, but yeah, it's similar that's how you're like the other side yeah. of it. You know, you, you never thought you'd be on that end of it. Yeah. But you bring your kids to the skateboard school. That it's, it's funny crazy. you said people respect you from both sides because you have the skateboarder and the rollerblader kid too. So they're like just hyped on everything. It's almost like they don't know how to react to it, and they're just like they're like that doesn't make sense. Like we were at a skate park, and you know, nine times out of ten, me and James are the only two rollerbladers there, and it's all skateboarders. And Francesca board slid uh, like some parking block that was set up right next to the skate park. And uh, this dad skateboarder just like went by me and was just like respect. <laughs> like, you know, he appreciated the fact. You get street cred through your ten year old. That's dope. Man. You're like, yo, she rips on a skateboard. By the way, yeah, that's, that's super dope. Man. Yeah. But now that we've discussed like um, skating now, you know, skating in the past, and we were talking about the pandemic, how. Um, you felt like skating took another turn for like the better part of it. You have kids now who skate. Um, like, how do you see foresee the future of skating now that you have literally the future of skating, you know, with you in your house? Um, it's interesting because th- th- there was probably a point in time two years ago where I was like rollerblading small. It's always going to be small. And I don't care that it's always going to small because you know i'm i'm still going to do it james may choose to continue to do it or 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 not but you know i I, i'm probably going to be doing it until i i can't anymore um but then you know seeing john julio and and some of the things he has going on and and there's been all these like like little weird pockets of big and interesting things that are taking place in the industry um you know maybe maybe there is a a resurgence but uh i I think the healthy place that a lot of skaters are in is is that it doesn't matter uh at this point or not because we've we've been a part of and and helped create this culture uh and 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 that's what we're going to do. Um, I think, I think it's important that, uh, I hope to see more and more focus on, on a younger generation like James, not, you know, not a younger generation like Anthony Marchione. Like I'm talking super young generation, super young kids. Um, Tom Heiser actually reached out. You still love Anthony Marchion. Right? I love him. <laughs> I, I love him. I love him dearly. <laughs> love him. Yeah. Uh, but love, yes, love I know, I know what you mean. Skate. I love yeah. skating with him. Uh, his energy is incredible. Uh, <laughs> the the way he can just bounce around is unbelievable. I absolutely adore watching him skate. Um, the adventure is a strong leg. <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> what a strong leg. I don't understand what those thighs are yeah. capable of. Um, but so Tom Heiser reached out to me today uh, after seeing James's Zelda edit uh, and was like, hey, let me know when your kid's a size five, uh, we'll, hook, we'll hook them up. And, you know, 
James is James is uh, relatively small for his age. I, I don't think he's going to be a size five for a, a while. Um, he's riding Transformers right now, USD Transformers. Uh, that are so old. He de- no, we got him a n- newer pair uh, maybe like a year ago. Oh, do they still make them or are you just... I don't know if they still make them, but I ordered them from Long. Uh, oh, okay. And he set them up with a with a flat rocker setup because there's no way one of my kids is riding any rocker. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> the He's Philly there, rule, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Generations of the Philly rule coming about. Um, He's still there. <laughs> but so... Um, he's riding those, but the, the, the tongue always like slips down and, and he doesn't love them. But then Tom said that they're coming out with something his size, uh, at the beginning of 2022. Um, so, you know, I'm hoping, you know, companies like bigger companies like rollerblade and, and other companies kind of realize that if, uh, if this thing's going to burn for a long time, you know, we need to put some more, more focus there. On the youth, the super youth. I agree. Mm-hmm. Definitely, like more. Uh, Got to invest in the youth more. Like, mm-hmm. it's all about the, uh, the kids, you know. Because but, those are the things that when we were kids, like coming up, like you know, so like the Randy Roadhouses, exactly the, the Randy Corey Nelsons, Matt Mans. Matty Mans. Yeah, like yep. you know, it was huge. Like that's how you knew when you were that age that this was accessible. Yeah. So um, those were, I mean, don't get me wrong. So Arlo and all that too, but it was uh, seeing the kids do it made you think you can do it. You can do it. Exactly. I think that's what it was more. It was more of like, you could put yourself in their shoes. Like, oh, this kid's only a year or two older than me. I can see myself doing this. You know, they're sponsored. They have pro model wheels, shirts with their names on it, whatever it is, you know. Um, it's kind of what Chris Edwards is doing with birth too, giving yeah. like kids like their yeah. own platform Shout out Chris. too. Yeah, Chris Edwards is doing young, a lot for this too. Young Canyon, the Canyon uh, Edwards skate um, mm-hmm. through Caltech, CE yeah. skate, the Destroyer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Flat Rocker. I love. I love. The, oh, is he skating the, flat too? The, those. The CE those skate comes flat CE rocker. CE skates come flat rocker. Which is insane. Yeah. I was talking to you about that the other day too. How it's the you rules, can, baby. You, you get a kid, <laughs> you get a kid skate these days that rides sixty flat, yeah. and you still have a space to grind. Yeah. Um. I was talking uh with, <laughs> with flat. Chris Edwards on and off about those skates, but they sold out of James uh James's size. Uh. So he was like waiting to get them back in. But I, you know, I'd love to get them on a pair of those. But, you know, not to oversell my son, but the kid, in my opinion, is incredibly marketable. Like, he's got long, curly hair. <laughs> yeah. He's got glasses. He already looks like a cartoon character. <laughs> um, and, and, you know, he's a big fan of the 80s, so he wears bright, loud colors. But he's completely into rollerblading. He he, he, he loves it. He pushes himself. And, uh, you know, it's cool to see. Yeah, nice. I'm sure other people are going to see that, too, and, like, picture their kids being like that or... Or filming more edits maybe of their kids that they weren't exposing before and then just the awareness is what you know brings that to the the industry yeah absolutely that's cool to see i think so too so we've been through the past the present and the future and the future with your kids <laughs> in, in in the shooter family this is the most diverse podcast we've had so far <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm happy you guys are back in the studio, though. It's, it's, uh, it's and we're good. happy to have you here yeah. and back in the studio too. This is nice. I'm like, I'm watching a live stream here. I can hear Austin's voice right in my ear and see it's, me right in front of you at the same right time. Right in front of my face. Yeah. You too. It's it just, but it, it feels right. I'm watching the live stream too, and like, we all look so good on camera. It's this is, not, this is the way it should be, you know. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm cut to you guys now. <laughs> I'm, happy, I'm happy you said that. Not me. Yeah. Um, 
So should we maybe get into some questions from... I, I don't even know because normally I have the time yeah. uh, in front of me. We're at, we're at an hour 43. Hour 43? So, yeah, it should be yeah. a good time around now. Um, I think if it, we can get into some questions. Shout out some of our... Um, if we had any super chats, I don't know. Yes, I we, do, we do have some super chats. Tell. If anybody, like we always say in our episodes, you know, Jimmy's a big fan of the show. He knows by now. Um, yes. We split half our super chats with our guests. So we prioritize those questions. If you have any, um, super chat us and uh, we'll prioritize your questions. If not, just shout out some questions anyway in the chat and we'll try to get to as many as we can. Um, we'd also like to thank our sponsor for this yeah. show. Shout out Blank by Rollerblade. By Rollerblade. Mm -hmm. Somebody leaked some of their um new skates today i believe so oh is there a leak I, there is a leak so i i don't have any on hand but if you're on the internet you know You've a lot of new skates coming out. out this year there is a lot of new skates coming out them. you haven't seen them no i saw them like an hour before we began but uh yeah thank you blank by rollerblade and was there anything else we have to catch up on before we get into the questions uh, I just want to say, so any of the super chats, um, so I'm uh, on the board of uh, what's called the Delco Skate Park Coalition, so uh, all the skate parks that you see, you know, me and the kids travel to and, and film at, most of them are like an hour away from us, uh, we're traveling quite a bit to, to do what we're doing, so um, we... I kind of teamed up with a group of, you know, largely skateboarders and, and skate enthusiasts uh, to get more skate parks built in, in the, uh, you know, area that I live in and, and the surrounding communities. So we've been in touch with a lot of different townships and have been, you know, making a lot of progress to, uh, you know, try to get some things done. Um, so you know anything that uh you know comes in on the super chat is going to go to to that effort to try to you know get more skate parks built in in our area we could all use more skate parks that's a good place for it to go to yeah we could all use more skate parks i mean when when we were kids there were no skate parks that's why i had a skate street in philly skate parks right. everywhere that's why like even if you can't even be like a street skater without skating a park because there's parks everywhere now yeah there's, there's well, parks everywhere up here there are yeah. any park it's insane any mm -hmm. park by me is a prefab old like, park old recycled plastic slash like sheet metal you know if you fall the wrong way you know you're gonna you know get cut screw in your yeah, butt cheek it, yeah. it, it's just you know it, it, it's not good and then we visit, you know, we go up to some of these communities that that have recently built skate parks and they've established a community of skating. They have a, you know, they have a, you know, skateboard shop that is that's mm -hmm. thriving. They have a whole community of of kids that skate uh, because their parents can bring them to a skate park. And, and, and without that common place to go, you know parents aren't going to be dropping their kids off to street skate in Kensington with uh, <laughs> no <laughs> please don't don't drop your kids to skate street in Kensington with the Kelsos don't yeah. do it so I, okay I they're on their own thing and they're, they're trained safe. professionals they're tra exactly so you know having this safe place to skate I think is another thing that is going to be vital whether whether kids are on a skateboard or a scooter or rollerblades they, they, they need a place to go or whatever's uh, next because there will be something yeah next maybe but at least for us in the meantime yeah for the current state of skating that's true so yeah all that's that's cool that's a cool place to put the super chats thanks 
Hi, so putting it forward we start shouting our super chatters right now. First one from Mr. Brown's Goldies, which I believe this is Joey from yeah, Hawaii. Joey. Hell yeah, shout out. I says, Jeez. Jeez. <laughs> Let's go, guys. Thanks for the super chat, Joey. Thanks, Joe. Uh, there's a, the the um, comment section has been going off this entire night. So Hopefully there's a lot of Philly guys. This is all Philly guys. Mike Murtha, I just saw. Oh, wow. Kilgore's in here. Um, Alpha's in here. You know. There's a bunch of guys, and everyone's just talking shit. Jar's in the chat. The whole gang? Jar's the there. The whole gang. Jar's in the chat. Yeah. Um, so we, we all have a, a group uh, group chat on Instagram. There's a bunch of Philly skaters involved. Uh, ben Magaziner, Dustin, and, and, and Mert, and Lucas, and, and some of those guys. Isn't Ben... He's in Portland, though. He's in Portland. Mm. Uh, Anthony Serini's in the chat. Mike Rios. But so it's, you know... He, Old These Philly heads. Rios is in this chat too. Anthony's not in Philly anymore either, is he? Right. Yeah. No, he's not in Philly either. But uh, so we, we always challenge ourselves. We we try to push each other to go out street skating. So we establish uh, every month there's a different trick. You have to go out and 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 do that that trick and then submit your submit your clip to the chat. I like that. Are there any repercussions for not submitting a trick? You basically just get benched, and like most <laughs> yeah, people yeah. are benched, benched all the time. <laughs> Uh, Everyone's benched. Yeah. Uh, Ant- That's cool. Anthony, Selwyn, and Selwyn's in myself probably are the only ones that have never been benched. Nice. You get it every month? Every month. And What would you expect from a former IMYTA champ and Selwyn Briggs? That's true. I mean, he's going to, he's going to, he's a Someone champ. who also has kids that skate too. Does he? He, do, he yeah. does. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Young, young Vernon, we've given some yeah, Vernon. pads to. <laughs> oh, um, cool. Yeah, skate dads with skate kids. So yeah, so cool. yeah. My friend, you know, old school guys like Joe Quinn and Joey McCabe are in the chat, and uh, we just, you know, but like I said, most people are benched most of the time. But it's it, like Joey McCabe is—is is that Joey? No, okay, from Delaware. Okay, sorry. No, not. From oh, Delaware. yeah, I don't know. yeah. I forgot. I didn't make the connection, but um, but so. You know, a lot of times it's like it's like the thirty first, last day of the month, and you're like, yeah, you gotta get it in. Gotta gotta go do a sweat stance on a ledge. That's cool. That's a good way to motivate each other. Yeah, it's it's tough, and it's also a good way to you know just try something that you're not always comfortable with. So this this past month, past month was a sweat stance on a ledge, which I can't tell you when the last time I did a sweat stance Mm -hmm. on, on a ledge was and and sure enough the last day of the month i was out there by myself filming myself trying what'd to you do it on uh i don't know if you remember chester ledges they were in truth one i don't recall quite a this bit. video uh uh <laughs> they were uh, the white ledges taller yeah, 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 like yeah. tannish white yeah. ledges right next to a bridge yeah uh so the higher one i sweat stands that the higher one by myself oh, in, by yourself in, in, in intense heat and I, I took a couple rough falls too so you gotta post these every month yeah make, make so, this but, chat public but so, yeah. or at least make an instagram page or something like that that you could all uh contribute to right but the whole like like the perfectionist in me looks at some of these clips and like that's the best part that's why we got the look reason at why it. you don't see me sweat stancing <laughs> ledges in a lot of videos is because i don't make sweat stances on ledges look great it is a tough trick to make look good. So I guess so. It is. It is. I never seen you sweat stand, so I can't say. It was not bad. It, it was okay. It was okay. I'm sure it was fine. Yeah. Someone else you've never seen sweat stance. Dominic Sagona. Really? If you find a sweat stance clip of him, let me know. Top miss. 
Thomas Butt Sweat Stance. Never thought about that. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite skaters of all time. By far. Yeah. Damn, we got to get Dominic on. We should fly oh, Dominic man. into the studio. Fuck it. <laughs> dude, money's not a problem, right? <laughs> Let's get these super chats up. Forget about it, dude. Are we going to be in the Olympics in 2024? Yeah. Shouldn't be an issue. I've been donating $5 through Patreon for months at Thank this you. point. We dude, appreciate that'll that. Co- that'll cover at least... At least a quarter of the ticket. That'll <laughs> cover at least his bag check, yo. Let's do it. <laughs> uh, let's keep moving with these super chats. We have one for Chris Majette. was back earlier in the in the chat. He says, not rules, standards. No slop. Back to what we are talking about, the Philly Philly rules, the Philly No standards. slop. Shout out, shout out Majette. Majette knows. And he, and, triple OG. And, we have to have him on the podcast soon. And, and Absolutely. He, he was always a, a sergeant with it, too. It, it, not necessarily with, like... Jeff and I, but w- with the younger kids, you know, he, he would uh, he would be firing off comments yeah. from behind the lens to, to from behind the lens for those kids to <laughs> tighten it up. <laughs> uh, tough crowd, dude. Yeah, in Philly, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, more super chats from Chad Hornish, obviously with the ninety-nine cent super chats. Good, reliable Chad. Always. He just posted some sick clips from a Colorado road trip that happened this past weekend. Oh, nice. Yeah, this is this chat is it never takes me this long to scroll through super chats. This is like. Everyone's just going in nice. on this chat. It's because we're back in the studio. Maybe that's what it with is. With Jimmy. <laughs> oh, we got another one from Ben Magaziner. Of course, jars in the chat. Two bills. It's five bucks, though, so I don't know what he means by two bills. Two bills. Uh, so him and Nick Danchuk started a company called Two Bills Bolts for uh, people that are over uh, 200 pounds. Which Ben has been claiming he's over 200 pounds, but he's been looking a little thin uh, <laughs> lately. Uh, he came he came to visit, uh, I want to say a few months ago. He was out in Philly, uh, and we went out street skating, uh, and I actually found uh, something that I've been eyeing up for a while to skate, and I needed somebody uh, to stand on something to stop it from moving in order for me to skate it, and... and uh, Ben was the one who did that, and I was kind of flinging uh, Ben up like a rag doll due to his uh, lightweight. So I, I'd like to question that, mm. that that two bills getting called out. Damn, Ben, <laughs> trying to rub two bills and you a buck eighty. However, Damn. Huge, I don't know. Huge fan of Jar Chicken, though. If you haven't seen uh, his Jar Chicken on his Instagram, I highly suggest you. Uh, What's his Instagram? Ben Magaziner. I want to say it's, it's, it's B Magaziner. B Magaziner. Yeah. Uh, I think he's taking Insta- Instagram break right now, so he hasn't been in in uh, nice. in our chat. Um, you got to check yourself sometimes if you're overusing the Instagram. Yeah, but he's sorely missed, uh, and I look forward to more of his. Well, he's in this chat at least. Videos. He's in this chat at least. He's not a full social media lock. No, I'll still and I'll still get texts from him here and there. Yeah, he, ha- he just had calls. a podcast out not too long ago. It was great, too. Yeah. Very good listen. Check uh, that out. We have a super chat from NG Bender. It says, Thai food soon, Jimmy. I, Angie, I would love some Thai food. You know, I'm a huge fan of your cooking, and yeah. I love Thai food in general. So, so. A- Angie came over. Austin was there for one of the barbecues, and, and, and Angie whipped up some Thai food that was awesome. Oh, it's she, so good. She's a, You know, her and the Lehigh Valley Bladers are always, like, super welcoming of me. It's really cool. They're, they're you know, a great crew, and, you know, Angie's always fun to skate with. No doubt. I love chicken satay. 
Who doesn't? <laughs> I don't Who know. Doesn't? Vegan people. Probably. Any kind of saute, yeah. Any kind yeah. of saute is good. But yeah, Thai food is like one of my favorites. And, yeah. and Angie definitely kills it. I only had her cooking one time, but uh, it was delicious. Very good. Angie, I look forward to more of your cooking. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, super chat from Smiley Juggles, who says, who are your favorite backyard ramp setups that you've seen? I mean, Clark's is just ridiculous. Like that, I, I don't even know if that could be considered a backyard <laughs> ramp setup at this point. That's my favorite one, too. He's essentially, you know, building a mini Woodward, Woodward in his yep. backyard. Um, I haven't skated it yet, but, um, you know, those the, the down ledges look very appealing. That, that He modeled those after uh, this old skate park in Maryland called uh, Spicy. That was Spicy, a, that's yeah. right. So he modeled the and and the ledges at spicy had essentially no approach it was like a four foot approach to them they were clark still killed them killed them killed them i don't remember this spicy it was like these white ramps um in baltimore like they're perfect down down uh rails yeah clark kirkman did like 360 porn star ttp like yeah uh, he killed all that steve jones mike canoles mike wilkinson all those guys like i think actually the 540 true top soul in the bruno low section in stanfest was that spicy oh was it the one on the mini ramp yeah Yeah. that's the famous yeah we were just talking about that recently. oh shit Yeah. yeah That was spicy. It all, it's all connected now, baby. Yeah. Oh, it's shit. full circle, baby. <laughs> and that was like one of the first one of those I think recorded. I mean, yeah. At least in, in a video. It's probably the best one too. Stand fast. Ni- ni- yeah, probably one of the best ones as yeah. well. Like ninety nine, two thousand. Yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, so it, it's. And it's, he has it's the mini ramp is modeled after uh, Morton Mini Morton, Woodward. Morton Mini, yeah. <laughs> which is like the best mini ramp ever. Also, I, I wouldn't know because, like I said, <laughs> I would I would go to Woodward and I would find anything <laughs> said street, I wouldn't street know. related that I, that I could skate, skate by Morton yeah. Mini and be like, no. I no. heard it was a great mini. It was the best mini ever. Jimmy would walk past the mini ramp and flip it off. Yeah. <laughs> walk over to it. Walk over to the down ledge like if talk, you saw you skating if you saw you skate in cloud nine you wouldn't talk to you yeah <laughs> dead to him but it's got to be clark's because uh, you know the setup has street elements it has transition mm. um what's it called the compound right yeah the compound if i went to um like schmitty's ramping camp i would probably have a tough time same you know finding something that i could like really enjoy skating and, and skate well um mm. but clark's there's definitely some stuff that i keep eyeing up and i'm can we make a trip to clark's because i've been trying to go there for a minute i'd love to go every time he has an event there always has something to do on the weekends but i still want to make some sort of effort to make a trip down there he always invites me to and i'm just like we got to go right yeah yeah he always invites me to he's very welcoming and so you know i'd almost rather go for a non-event i have yeah well that's what i'm saying (laughs) well you live in california now invited me (laughs) Clark, can Billy come over and play? Please. If I, if I have a plus one, it can be. Yeah. Is there a plus one? <laughs> Invite only. I'll bring my girlfriend. You can bring Billy. Right. Okay, perfect. Nice. Um, super chat from Dustin Rasick. We got more Billy in the house. Any favorite tricks that you've done that may or may not have been immediately deleted? <laughs> Dustin loves to just stab daggers into my heart. Um, so Dustin, um, who uh we skate with he's he's in the chat i was talking about so he was uh filming he's he's in the the, you know camera business film business um we were filming up at villanova which uh, uh, do you guys know yeah it's that rail and elements too that mm -hmm. like jeff redding like 360 in the middle the black one right yeah the Mm -hmm. perfect perfect Mm -hmm. perfect Mm -hmm. rail yep um 
so no one no one had really gone up it before it was a nine stair um and i just got the idea one night that you know i'm i'm gonna go up that thing uh i think at the time i said i was gonna back torque up it this might have been prior to the session with dustin so i back torqued up at one time and then i was up there filming with dustin and it was just one of those days where like once you get something in your mind you know you can do it you you have it figured out in your head so you know it's it, done it, it's, yeah. it's done yeah mm-hmm. so we went up and we started filming and i macchioed up it and just like blasted a 180 off the end like Sick. like i this thing could have been you know eight feet longer and yeah. then i still would have been going up it Sick. so it Flew up Machio, blasted off of it, and then uh, I top sold up up it. Which at the time I had never really top sold up a rail. I was always doing like back torques or Machios. Right. And like I said, I figured out in my head. I was like, I could definitely top sole up this thing. And again, top sold, blasted off the top of it. Um, Drew Amato was there uh, taking pictures. He took a he took a picture of of me doing it. On the ride back from Villanova, Dustin was looking through the clips, and I just hear him go, oh, shit. <laughs> and, you know, I, I'm, like, barely paying attention uh, to him. Um, uh, he reformatted his memory card. Jeez. Clips gone. Uh, <laughs> Drew Amato never came out of the woodwork with the picture. No way. So it never happened. No. He, it, it never <laughs> It never happened. It never happened. At that point, it never happened. Okay. It never happened. And now, the nine stairs not there anymore. Oh, um, shit. It's gone. And there's no way to ever. It's do, gone. Because I'm, I'm in the condition and skating yeah. ability right now where I'd be able to go to Villanova tomorrow. Yeah, and do that. And, and, and do that. But it's not, it's not there anymore. Oh, my God. Okay, hang on. It's devastating. Because so, it is devastating. I, because I've actually been through this. Like one of my One of my favorite tricks of all time was recorded over oh, yeah. and then I did it again and it was recorded over again but <laughs> twice then, twice and it was one of the gnarliest tricks I've ever done yeah an ego and yeah it's, it's it, we still have the fish eye for some reason but like the clip is but this made me want to bring up a, a situation that you were a part of you were there that day but we're talking about lost clips do you remember the day in Philly at Cecil B. Moore or Temple whatever and the USD t- team came, mm-hmm. and it was like Dominic. You were skating that high ledge, the super high one, like just the backbreaker, yeah, ripping the backbreaker. <laughs> yeah, you were just killing it, Dustin. Uh, Dustin Latimer, D- Dustin Latimer, and Sean Kelso skating the. There was like this is I I try to explain this situation to people, and they, they, it's just so hard to explain. But I've heard this too. It's this. It's the down rail at the back, like where. Jimmy gapped out to soul out to the floor. Mm-hmm. But before that, there's a stair set. And there was a police barrier in front of the rail. Oh. And they literally put two two-by-fours from the top stairs of, of the thing to the top of the police barrier that went to the rail. So it would be one foot rolling on each two-by-four. They essentially it created was a makeshift as, bridge with two-by-fours. And they, it was one foot per two-by-four because it's a skate yeah. each. And it was bending as they were rolling to it to, to skating down this down rail. It was one of the most epic sessions I've ever seen. 
and there is no footage of it. I was 16 years old with Frank. It was on a Wednesday. We like we like left after high school. It was something like uh-huh. something ridiculous because they're going to be there. Yeah. And is that true that there's no footage of it? Because where is the footage of that? I feel, show us. I feel like Dustin Latimer. Be, because there is no footage of it. That, that it thing was one that, of the most that insane. Was, that thing was impossible. There's no it way. It was not to possible. Skate that. It, it was one of the that. highest level of skating I've ever seen, and there's no, there's nothing. Who was there's, filming that day? Joe Neverin. His camera was dead or something, right? I feel like the dust. Dustin Latimer did the role to Soyel. Soyel. Yes. I feel like that's in a video. And Sean did like. I was like, that's a pretty good memory. If it was. I don't think it's not. Where's Colin Kelso? It's nowhere. Yeah, right? his knowledge. <laughs> it's nowhere, dude. So, so, so if you guys ever come across if anyone this? knows anything about but Sean, this, Sean, t- Sean front twerked it, back twerked, back twerked it. Yeah, because it would have been on that side. Yep. I feel like that's a video too. Him and DL were skating it, and it was like Sean was just skating it with DL. I was just like kicking back. So like, this yeah. was hold not. On, hold on, I might have the answer right now. So this was not lost footage of you. This is lost footage. No, of it's not me. And, no, it's not and me. Dustin. I mean, I've had Chris Midget just texted me. He says we have the tapes of Latimer doing the Soyal and the Torque. Okay, we got to bring. Okay, Jet's got to be on an upcoming. <laughs> look, look at this technology right now. I just got literally got the answer in like thirty seconds. Insane though. But I yeah. think I think Joe Navrin's clip was like his camera was dead, or whatever reason, because these guys showed up to Philly like. Hungover, so my jets got smoking it. cigarettes out of the car, that, and we were like, "Damn, these guys are so fucking cool." They're fucking, <laughs> just my friend. We got the kids watching, but these guys are so cool and ripped. We also speaking along those lines. We also have a super chat from Surf Blader, Michael Keeney. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Keeney, bruh. Michael Keeney. I don't know if he has an answer to that because he was involved. No, I don't know. This wasn't the USD tour time. This is something separate from that, right? I. I know exactly when you're talking about it. I don't know what the, the specific tour okay. was, but... I just wanted to bring that up because that's been like a well, mystery to me in skating, and I know you were there ripping that day. that jump out to Seoul to then drop down to the bottom that you talked about, I thought would have been the scariest thing you could do with that spot because that was probably <laughs> right. the biggiggest stunt that no, I've that was nuts. E- ever done. Riding on those two by fours is <laughs> crazier than that. That's an insane setup. No, it's just because the two by fours were moving, like they weren't like bolted. Yeah, they're two by fours, and they were bending with each foot, and there were two foot. Like you could probably roll a two by four with one yeah. foot. You know, right? Yeah. Like if you Barely. Could focus on one side. Yeah. Barely, yeah. No. And both were bending to like this. Majet said it was in a jobber video. Maybe. That's okay. See, it? this is this is messed up. Like we need the Majet, this is jobber video online anywhere. Can we see this? Billy's been talking about this for a long time. Okay, we need to drop this right now. Let's get let's continue. Let's get back to the super chats because I know we're going over two hours right now. Uh, we got another one from Ben Magaziner. It says, um, "Paying for my name to drop as long as none of this goes to Austin." Jars up. Gfy. <laughs> what a bum. Um, and also we have a super chat from Tree Tree Rudolph. Uh, no question, just showing some support and love. Thank you, Tree Tree. Thank you, Tree Tree. Um, we have another super chat from Chris Majette, who says, triple beans, tri- triple Ben's amount. Uh, just don't mention Ben, no credit. <laughs> See, the Philly guys are just going off right now. Yeah. Oh, we have a bunch of other super chats too, actually. Um, Joshua Hillel says, can you talk a bit about what led you to skate such tall ledge and becoming so confident on them? 
Uh, that's one aspect of your skating that always caught me iconic. Um, I, I, you know, I can't say, I can't say what drew me to that type of skating, but I, I think, you know, I think anybody who has, uh, you know, anyone who has skated at all is that you find what works for you and, 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 and you do that, you, you find, you find your own <coughs> niche and, and you find a, a different way of approaching things. And, um, there wasn't a whole lot of people skating really high ledges skating up rails um i bet ability has something to do with it too the fact that like you can skate things that high like mm -hmm. i remember the ledge you were skating in philly that day i think i tried a couple times to get on that i was like i can't get on this <laughs> yeah. what the hell am i gonna do yeah, like, yeah. and it was you and dominic skating it dominic, dominic was, was skating it he was barely able to get on he was like top soling it but barely getting on it jimmy was like getting on it and like 360 off like yeah. it was yeah it's nothing for jimmy yeah <laughs> And, and I'm not, very, I'm not very tall. So, uh, you know, it's not, it's not like, I, yeah. I, I don't know where that comes from. And it's not something I've like trained to do or aspired mm. to do. It's just something just discover I, I, I one figured time. out. I, mm -hmm. I can do that. And then, and then, you know, that kind of opens. A technique up. probably has something to do with it too. You probably learn like the, I always tell people it's that like ability too. cross with technique. Yeah. Like, you know, I always yeah. tell people that too. It's not like. Cause you say you're not a tall person. I'm not a tall person either, but I feel you like I get, get jump higher than most too. people too. Yeah. It's not about strength or anything. It's all technique. Yeah. Technique's a big part of it. Right. Mm -hmm. But then, but then, so then you, you start to look at things differently. Once, once you accomplish one thing at one place, you start to, you know, at, you know, the forever, you're going to always look at skate spots, no matter where you are, you're always going to find skate spots and, right. and think of things you could do. Once you get that under your belt, it opens up. It opens you up to what you you are looking at and, and and your perspective of like now you're seeing these high ledges that maybe a lot of people aren't looking at and you're like you know i'm confident that i can you know figure mm -hmm. something out to do on there so i i don't know where it started um but it's just once you once you figure it out you kind of just hone in on that and and uh figure out what else you could do it on push yourself once you know you, you you can like get on some things you see like oh, shoot mm -hmm. how high can i get Cause, I mean, yeah because there's yeah. been there's been ledges that i convinced myself that i couldn't get on and then ultimately did and and it's like like you said with with technique you just kind of you fit you figure out a way to get your legs up that high and to get yourself onto that ledge and once you lock it one time and convince your brain that you can get on that thing, then you can do it every time. For, oh, that's good. It's like the five-minute mile. I like that. It's like no one knew they can do it until their brain was like, oh, someone did that. I can do it now. Yeah. Like, just, I cannot. The mind limits. Five-minute mile. Yeah. <laughs> do you well, feel like we, we got to work on that with you? You know, we're going to get there. <laughs> <laughs> um, we have a super chat from Mr. Parker Richardson watching right here. Oh, the other no one. way. Thanks, Parker. Shout out, Parker. Yeah, dude. And he said for surprising threes out. He 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 propped me uh, before the podcast saying that he watched one of the sections and and one of the things that uh, you know Parker's a younger skater so he hasn't seen a lot of the older videos uh, and one of the things he enjoyed was uh, when I would be doing a trick and 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 kind of just throw a three out when it's unexpected yeah mm -hmm. that full cabali porn like top acid three out in, in a four two is one of my mm -hmm. favorites just so smooth and that's cool parker's 22 and and you've been 22. skating and you've been skating <laughs> you've been skating at least what like 
20 years or something. I'm just kidding. I know you've been skating longer <laughs> than that. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, super Chat's still coming in. Um, Apollo Baldos says, Miss you, Jimmy. Need to come out wow, to skate Apollo. your backyard. Holy Project moly. Portman. Shout out Apollo. Yeah. We have a Super Chat from the champ right now. Colin? No, Selwyn Briggs. Selwyn Briggs. Oh, <laughs> Make your section the first NFT skate part. There we go. That's how you're gonna release it as an NFT. NFT. I'm still trying to figure out what that is. Yeah, uh, uh, but, <laughs> but it's definitely got to be money. I know that. Yeah, I, I understand. What <laughs> I wish I could about, explain. I don't understand what that is. At it's all. a non-fungible token. Yeah, but I still don't get it either. It's kind of like crypto. I still don't understand that shit. Even though I just buy it and it makes money. And if anyone can explain, <laughs> Austin's like, listen, I just buy it and it makes money. But I, just, I still it's, don't understand how this shit what works. I, do. I just don't know how this shit works. <laughs> Same thing with NFTs. I don't know how this shit works. I yeah. can't explain to anybody. Um, but no, the, the section will be free. You won't have to buy it in cryptocurrency. <laughs> do with this. Jimmy only accepts Bitcoin. Make it free. Section. Make it free. But make it, if people like the section, they can donate, and then that money you put to the skate park initiative that you like. I so like if, if someone says, oh, I love this part, five bucks, boom, goes to the skate park. I like it. I don't know how to do that. So <laughs> All right, we, we, we could talk to uh, Austin's the technical guy. Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we'll talk to Austin because he could figure all this stuff out. Right. He's the brains. Yeah. yeah. So that was one of the reasons I wanted to talk about today because I, 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 I want to hear, hear, you know, people's ideas of, of you know, I'm sitting on a bunch of stuff and I don't know what to do with it. So leave your ideas in the comment section. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Let us know what you think. Um, Jimmy should do with his part. Exactly. Yeah. You don't have How to would super you like chat to it. it. We don't have to figure it out tonight. <laughs> I mean, you could super chat it if you want, but yeah. just let us know. So Jimmy can know what to do with his. Where would you like to see a section? Yeah. Let us know in the comments below. Um, would I, you like to see it on Instagram? I mean, it's, it's, it's easy. <laughs> I, I know. <laughs> No, we want to see the views, so we got to put it on YouTube at least. Yeah. Yes, at least that. Yeah, at least. I think we're good with the questions because there's so much talking going on, but I think we got a lot with the super chats. Yeah, well, I think we got a lot of questions too. Um, yeah. Jimmy, do you? Uh, first of all, thank you for coming up and making the time today. This has been a splendid time. It's been an incredible time. What a way to spend your Tuesday evening. Tuesday, right? I would have guessed Monday, it's, but it's Tuesday. Uh, yeah. Is it Monday? No, it's Tuesday. Okay, cool. I got that right. <laughs> well, I hope you enjoyed the pizza. Um, it was know, great. Great. Courtesy of COVID. Courtesy of COVID Blader. Thank Shout you so out. much. Greatest meme page in blading makes me laugh all yep. the time. Don't <laughs> don't meme us, please. Please don't, don't meme us. <laughs> we gotta. Please, we love you. Don't kill us. We're huge fans. I always have wanted. Huge fans. Huge fan. I always wanted to do a contest where, like, we have like a jump street contest, but you have to make the best jump street meme out of us. Of either an episode or a You're post or something. It, I am invited. I would be. Well, this isn't happening right now. I'm just saying. I, I always yeah. thought the idea in my head to be uh, fun to like poke fun at ourselves and kind of just yeah. have a little fun with the well, show. Okay, you're not into COVID, it. COVID Blader just know that that's Austin saying that, <laughs> and that me and Billy are uh, to not want to invite ourselves into that's that. Right. Category. Yeah. That's right. I'm very scared. <laughs> I'm very sensitive to uh, the internet is a harsh place criticism. these days. Oh man, the yeah. internet is a harsh place these days. Listen. Please don't attack me. <laughs> I'm very sensitive. I have a frail, fragile ego. Oh, Alf said premiered on Jump Street YouTube Live. There we go. Woo. Let's talk about it. Let's do it. <laughs> well, Jimmy, um, thank you so much for taking the time out to come up here. Do you have any parting words, words of wisdom to uh, instill upon the future of skating, the young kids, 
kids who were your children's age, or even the old guys. I don't know anyone who the community at large. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like I said, I I just you know always appreciate what what you guys are doing. I I, I think uh, uh, I think this was a forum that was needed and we didn't even know that this was a forum needed and you guys you know kind of found a way to 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 get yourselves in there and it's been awesome uh you know i I, i've spent hours and hours running uh on a treadmill while listening to you Mm -hmm. guys watching you guys uh you know engaging in the chat and it's just you know like i said before really cool community that you guys uh have uh, start it and I'm you know happy to be a part of it happy to uh, be on episode 104 oh yeah um, it's been a long time coming we tried a few times and yeah. uh, you know I'm happy it, it uh, finally worked out um, definitely parting words uh, you know I just would you know like to encourage any of the dads out there to uh, you know look at what you're doing and if your kids are showing any interest in in you know any of these areas whether it's rollerblading or skateboarding or or whatever um scooter you know like i said i i was involved a heavily involved dad in in ballet but once that once they showed interest in skating like this is a world that i know i understand this path so you know I, i you know i was there from uh supportive factor before but this is something that i can you know feel like i can truly you know feed and 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 help them with even from the parts that we were talking about before the mental struggles of of battling a trick like Mm -hmm. i've been there and i i I better understand now at 41 than i did at 24 of how to you know better channel those emotions um so I just, you know, want to, you know, push all the dads to if your kids are showing interest, get, you know, get them involved. That that that's that's what's gonna, you know, keep this thing keep this thing going for for years to come. And and moms, um, and, and and moms, moms absolutely. Um, and uh, just take care of yourselves. We're we're all, um, you know, pushing, you know you guys are in your 30s i'm in my 40s and the uh go fine (laughs) just kidding kidding. just kidding i feel like shit back's killing me (laughs) (laughs) the only way at least for me to be able to do it uh you know on the level that i'm doing it it at is to to take care of myself and and uh, you know these are things that i largely ignored growing up and it you That's know fact. um it may it may take you uh the same lesson learned to to get to the point where i was at but hopefully you can find uh you know a healthier approach that i found because it's been you know incredibly rewarding and much more rewarding than you know a hangover on yeah saturday yeah, morning and take care of it now because you're gonna have to take care of it one day. So the sooner you start, the better. The better it's gonna be. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Jimmy, you're the man. Thank you so much for coming, everybody. All hundred of you in the chat right now, hit the thumbs up button. Please. We hit appreciate the like button. all the love. You Follow, guys are, you support. Guys are, you guys are doing plenty in the chats right now. Just hit the like button, please, if you can. Be a part of our Patreon community. Be a part of our Patreon community. After this, speaking of which, right after we're gonna, this, we're going to do more videos with Jimmy for the Patreon. We're not letting him go. We're not letting him go. He's, He's got home late us. tonight. He's staying with us. <laughs> He's got a long drive you home tonight. He's staying with us. 
Uh, but yeah, we're going to watch some sections of, of yours, the uh, 4-2 Apprehensions, Denial Maybe, something like that. So that's going to be on our Patreon page. Um, so yeah. And you have, have, I have an Inside Out coming inside as well. Out with my True Top Soul. I had a True Top Soul. So that's going up tomorrow cool. also on our Patreon page. So stay tuned for all that. Um, thank you all for watching. Thanks again to Blank by Rollerblade for sponsoring this episode. Absolutely. Um, yeah, Jimmy, thank you so much. This has been amazing. Love Long you guys. time coming. Absolute pleasure. Love you too, man. Love you too, Jim. We'll see you all in the next one. Peace. Sweet.